you the child killed by the coal cart? No. We are here to help you. What is your name? What is your name? What is your name? you die in this house, Joseph? House. My home. Will you tell us why you are not at rest? My father. Joseph, did you die in this house? My room. How did you die? How did you die? How did you die? How did you die? Father. Father. The well. Ranch. Sacred heart. My metal. Father. Father. Oh. Help. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to a spooky, scary uh, uh, podcast. Uh, of Nick the Rat Radio. Whoa, whoa, that's a little bit loud. Hold on one second. Sorry, I got the uh, uh, video feed of La Palma volcano exploding going on in the background. Because uh, that's going to basically going to wash me out of the sewer very soon. I know it. It's going to um, – there's earthquakes. There was one just, just – I think Blitz was telling me about it. It was like 5.2. It's, it's weird. Whenever this thing starts popping, they crank up the weather machine in, uh, in New York. I'm telling you, they do. And uh, it always starts raining here. And they always start talking about flash flooding going on. Now, it's – is it flash floods because the weather machine turned the rain on? Or are we just doing that to, in case those earthquakes are cause like a, like a, a, a tsunami and just wash us out? That's, that's what I think. I think that they're, they're doing this. Every time there's an earthquake out in, uh, La Palma, they, uh, they crank up the weather machine in New York and then they start saying, ooh, flash flood warnings in effect or for the whole, you know, northeast. Uh, wait, where, what are we talking about anyway? Uh, this is Nick the Rat Radio. I am Nick the Rat. We're in the sewers of Brooklyn, New York. Uh, this is episode 306, I think. Uh, give or take one or two. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, October 27th, 21, 2021. 2021. October 27th, 2021. 20, uh, let's, let's, you don't have to. 
but I will uh, partake in cracking open, cracking, cracking open in a, a nice cold, a nice cold beer for this Halloween spooktacular episode of Nick the Rat. Should I do the whole episode? If you're if you're watching the Twitch channel, I'm uh, doing jazz jazz hands because jazz hands is fucking terrifying. If somebody comes up to you with jazz hands, they're either gonna rob, rape, or uh, molest, or wipe boogers on you or something. Yeah. Don't do jazz hands, okay, people. You're gonna be you're gonna be you're gonna get put on a list. I got these. I got these. Uh, I don't know what the fuck. Zombie dust. Three Floyd's. It doesn't even have the alcohol percentage on there. It just. It was an. It says an undead pale ale. I got it at uh, this specialty beer bodega. You gotta. You gotta love. Little fucking holes in the walls that have 500 different beers that have, you have no idea what the fuck it is. So I, bu- I bought this because there was cool zombie on it and, it, and it's not a, it's not a fucking IPA, it's a pale ale. Wait. I was bamboozled. No, this is not a sticker label beer. This is a. Uh, this is actually printed on the can. Oh, there we go. I, I found the percent. Oh shit! I thought this was like a pilsner or something. No, it's only. I think it's, this. I, I hope that's a six point five, not an eight point five. Three Floyds is awesome. Well, I will let you know. Uh, I am sick of uh, IPAs. pretty good it's very very uh very hoppy it tastes like a a zombie's anus so as you know sam hain is right around the corner sam hine sam sam's hind legs uh i think it's sunday right is uh diane when is when is Halloween? It's this Sunday, yeah. So this is the last episode before the day is. The zombie crotch. Uh, uh. This intensely hopped and gushing undead pale ale will be one only despite after the zombie apocalypse. Will be ones only. It's a... It's weird too, because like when you when you make beer and stuff, you're like killing the plants and, and things. So it is kind of like a zombie juice. So in, Sam Hain. So 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 in. So in. I got a weird font on. Welcome to the uh, sewer, Quercus. Happy Halloween to all the sewer chatters. If I don't talk to you before then, I just want to say uh, have a good day. It's when the veil between life and death ripping apart right now. It's the unraveling of reality that's happening. Mixed with the powers that be of Halloween when the uh, that thin veil becomes even thinner. It's like a like a young girl becoming a teenager riding a horse that's pretty much where we're at these days 
ripping apart. Oh no, Blitz, the quickening happened already. It's the unraveling. It... We just got to the unraveling even quicker. You know, that's what... And we're in a whole different stage now. But that's fine. I figured... That when the veil is so thin right now... We have a unique opportunity to possibly contact the other side. Sow like the animal? Not sow like tilling? Sowin. Sowin. There we go. I think I got it there. Thank you, Quirkus. If only you were my teacher when I was growing up, I would be not podcasting right now. Might be like a fucking physicist or some shit. But either way, it's I like to I like to podcast. It brings us together in this weird world that's just flinging apart. And you gotta know there's some good people around because sometimes you look around and 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 it's 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 scary. It's it's a pretty scary place out there. But I do feel that there's there's a few there's a few people that are that are pretty cool. Yeah. Maybe maybe we could contact some tonight. Um, actually, if there are any spirits that want to call into the show, give us a call at nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. I don't know if spirits could use the phone. I'm going to try to call them, too. I do have this little book that has a couple of uh, couple of spirits' phone numbers in there. It might get a little scary out there. Okay? We might contact the devil himself. But he owes me some money, so that, that's fine. We're, we, we, he shouldn't really fuck around with us too much. Uh, uh, all right, you know what we could do, though? We could listen to some music right now. Get the night started. Get in the mood for some creepy Halloween stuff because next week it's just going to be some November bullshit because October is going to be over next episode. It's kind of sad. You know, why be sad? This should be the climax of the spooky times. Tonight is the climax. We should all just climb. Let's listen to Punch Deck with uh, music to wear finger fingerless gloves to. We'll be, we'll be right back. I uh, 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 thanks, Serva.
Oh, that's just, uh, that, that is a good song right there. I dug it. Uh, you can find all the music that I play on this show over at SoundCloud. I know I could get other music from other places, but I always get it from SoundCloud. Why do I get it from SoundCloud? It's not because uh, I have a partnership with them, or I like seeing SoundCloud, or I even use the service for anything else. It's just... It just happened that way. I just use it, okay? I have... I have... But if you want to find any... <coughs> Sorry. I think I just swallowed a fly. If you have... Uh, if you ever want to find any of the music that I have played on the show, you can go over to SoundCloud.com slash like slash Nick the Rat. Check it out. Don't go there yet, because if you go there now and you go to my, my likes, you're going to see all the music for tonight. It's going to spo it's going to spoil the fun. Diane, did the uh, did the big one happen yet? Did the earthquake come? No. Any spirits calling yet, Diane? Wait, we might have a spirit on the line. Spirit, Don't spirit. Attack people that rip your dick off. Whoa. You're... If you pull up that video, what? I have what you call fuck you money. Call her. I had no idea how savage chickens were until I got my own. A sp spirit? I've been on a carnivore diet. You've been eating... <laughs> What is going on? Uh, Diane, can we get a filter going on? There's a lot of people that have this idea that pot smokers are dumb and they have a problem and they don't understand. There's a lot of pot smokers like you or like me that work hard as fuck and are just adults. A friend of mine had to go to a doctor and they had to literally break up the shit in his butthole. Do they smoke weed in the spirit world? Yeah, I fucking saw it every day. I've been on a kick for the past three or four months where I just eat kimchi and elk. <laughs> I've had a lot of visions on dimethyltryptamine. I'm... Diane. Diane, can... Jesus Christ, Jamie. Can you close the gate to this... Shark protein. Whoa. Alright, that was creepy. I don't know... I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> when you mess with the spirit world, when the uh, when the uh, the reality is thinning out and getting torn apart at the seams, and the th the seams are just really thin right now, you could you when you look at the trees, they're all out there just dying and stuff. You know, reality's falling apart. Uh, Diane, can we play a, a voicemail instead of the spirit world right now? Hello. Diane, was that the spirit world? Again? Are they breaking through? Oh, jeez. Diane, can we play something that's not in the spirit world? For crying... Thank you. I think. What the hell was that? Diane, Diane, is there any voicemails at all that came through? Uh, hi, this is Diane from Farmers and Church. No, don't. Stop. Stop, Diane. Diane. Okay, come on. Seriously. <laughs> is there any? Any voicemails? 
Your emergency hall and out helpline. To hear one on one, please press one. To hear it girl, please press two. To hear Manita, please press three. To hear private eye. <laughs> Diane, can you get the gun and maybe shoot me these these voicemails? Whoa. Yeah, turn, turn that off before I get a strike on YouTube or some shit. Uh. Okay, we're going to try it one more time. Yeah, I know. That was just... The, these these voicemails are probably the scariest things I've heard all year. Uh, let's see here. Zombies and ghouls here kill the night. Looking for trick-or-treaters to give a fight. With a scream here and a howl there, they deny it. They delight in their night of despair. So if you hear a rap at your door... Use caution, for you know not what is in store. And if it's a zombie or a ghoul that you find, be nice and surely try to be kind. If that doesn't work to your dismay, hit them in the mouth and run away. Happy Halloween! Now that was a quality voicemail. It had, um... Halloween shit in it. It had it had uh, good feelings. It had a a rhythm, a rhyme. It, it wasn't. It was pretty low though. Caller, next time you call in, maybe you want to put the phone next to your mouth. I don't. Maybe you were singing from your butt, or you were in the shower. I don't know what you're doing, but it was it was a little bit low. It was, it was you could use maybe a, a dog biscuit or two. Nyan, did you see the trailer for uh, Lightyear yet? Yeah, they're coming out with a, a, a Buzz Lightyear movie. It it kept my attention a little bit until uh, until Buzz talked, and he it wasn't Tim Allen. They got that Hemsworth guy doing the the voice for for Buzz Lightyear in the new Buzz Lightyear movie. Well, you know, I guess it is a younger Buzz before he is made into a toy. Put into, it's fucking weird. It, it was it was a cool trailer though. If you want to see a, a, a decent trailer about a about a toy in a movie or some shit, I don't know. There, there's there's spaceships in it. It had some cool spaceship vibes to it. The the faces look stupid though. I like giant eyes on. Yeah, whatever. Um, what? What am I talking about again? Are we gonna actually contact the spirit world, or, or? Yeah, I know. The phone line's open, so the spirits could call in. Let's just play another song really quick. We'll be right back. We also have, I think, yeah, I think Zindus went into the studio earlier, but he went into Mystery Man's booth. He didn't go into the news booth. I'm a little bit I'm a little bit scared about that too. But uh let's let's um play another song. Wait, wait, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> 
Diane, are you feeling that? It feels like it feels like there might be a spirit calling in. Hello, spirit. Oh. Hello, spirit. What's going on? Can you see the light? No. Is there supposed to be a light? There might be. Oh, no. Is this... Is that a baby spirit? That happens a lot. A lot of times when kids see see a rat, they start screaming. Whoa! This is... This is horrifying. <laughs> oh, no, not the baby spirit. Ah, no. <laughs> well, spirit, huh? Well, yeah, this is the, the spirit hotline. 917-719-5923. This, this line's for, for, for spirits. Oh, must be a I'm a spirit. Are you are you squeezing a little baby spirit? No, I don't know. He's gonna he's coming in. I can put in the freezer. He likes that. But mostly, he just likes to chew on my finger. Yeah. There's cannibalism in in the spirit world. <laughs> yeah. Of course there is. How do you think we get by? Is that funny? Spirit baby thinks it's funny. I'm trying trying to get a better. One. But trying to get a better connection to the spirits over here because it's. It, do the spirits celebrate Halloween? Well, I mean, I guess, but it's like, if you're a spirit, then it's like, well, what do you dress up as? Something spooky? I don't know. I'm already spirit. Can you even. Take the fun out of it when you're already spooky. Can, do spirits even wear clothes or are spirits, are spirits just running around buck naked all the time? Let me see here. Nope, nope, I'm wearing clothes. I guess we can wear clothes. Ah. I guess we can also be naked. Really? But... uh... We have spirit clothes. That's weird. Do do you have spirit clothes stores? Or, like, do you have to go and buy... Is there money? Is there spirit... I don't know. I haven't been here very long. I'm still new at this place. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't feel light. I don't see a light. I don't see nothing. Wait, are you okay? So spirits, spirits are are they yeah. dead people? Are did you die? I'm not sure. That's typical spirit stuff. Pretty sure I'm still alive. Maybe you're you're just uh, out of body experiencing. You might be having an OB. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm a spiritual uh, just a projection. 
It's, cr- it's crazy. Oh, Damn, it's cr- we have a phone that could actually talk to the spirit world. This is cool. This is really cool. Oh. Well, I, I don't know what happened, but spirit baby got crazy. <laughs> I guess I'll just let you go. <laughs> have a good night, spirit. Have a have hey. a have a good night. There you go, people. Bye. There's uh, see, the spirit line works. There's um. There's a lot of spirits out there. I hope she's not dead. Kids could uh, astral astral project too then. So this is – we just learned a lot right there. Spirits do have clothes. They can get naked. And you don't have to be dead to be a spirit. Kind of reminds me of a, a Doom Patrol with the guy with the uh, spirit power. And he's like, spirit power release. And, th- and then he farts and some. Anyway, uh, let's um, let's listen to Tomsey with scary acoustics. And something that's nice. Nice ghost, I think. Traps. Thank you, sir.
Hello, spirits. Are there any spirits there? Yes, I am here. Oh, well, uh, bye. You called me. What do you want? I was uh, wondering if I could uh, ask you how, how the spirit, how the spirit world, how is the spirit world? Look, you can't just call me and ask me about the spirit world. That's, that's illegal. Uh, so there's laws? There's laws down wherever you are? Or... What do you mean down? I'm up. Oh, I, I don't know. Just the sound of your voice sounded like you like me a little bit down. But um, uh, So there's laws there. Um, maybe you could tell me, um, uh, is your refrigerator running? Are you serious? You're fucking calling me here and you're going to prank me? Well, you, you, you're you just a spirit. You sound like you might you may have some free time, right? And, uh, I found your number scrolled into the, uh, 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 like on a bathroom wall at this gay bar that I frequent. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, you want to start talking dirty, maybe I can uh, tell you all about my uh, pony whip. I got a pony and I like to whip it. Oh, well, um, you know, I, maybe I should go. I, I don't think that uh, this is a very appropriate. This is a uh, family-friendly show. Well, then get the fuck out of here, you pussy. Oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, all right, let me hang up the phone here. Uh... Whoa, there jump scares during the episode? Okay, what's going on here? Uh, sorry. I think it's time for another uh, beer ski. Happy to... This one goes out to, um... I don't know, Mr. Pumpkin. This one's for you, Mr. Pumpkin. I saw somebody post a uh, recipe to toast up some pumpkin seeds. I think I want to do that. Diane, bring me a pumpkin and a knife, please. I, I must stab something. It's really, it's a very therapeutic to stab a pumpkin. At first, it looks like it, it's going to be hard to do, but once that pumpkin, once you get that knife in there, and you start going in and out, going in and out, it feels, it feels very natural. Very natural feeling to penetrate that gourd. We should, uh, all right. Here's what we're gonna do I'm getting the okay. We're gonna listen to Zindu tell a story, we're gonna listen to some music, we're gonna come back, and then we're gonna thank some people. So let's let's start this up. Diane, don't we usually do the thanks first, like during the second segment? Why are we switching it up? Oh, this is an A-B test. Okay, we're going to be doing an A-B test. Don't worry, people. Usually the, uh, the second or the third segment is uh, thanking people. But instead... I think I'm almost there. What's oh boy? Uh, what, uh, let's listen to Zindu. Let's see if uh, Zindu could uh, be creepy. I, I, I thought he just does the news. I don't think he could be very creepy. Let's. I don't know. Whatever. Let's see. Here we go. Come on, Zindu. Let's uh, hear the story. Everybody, it's uh, Zindu here. But, uh, finished beer. 
And I figure it's Halloween time in the sewer and around the planet and all that shit. There's no fucking news other than some rich guys going to outer space and shit. Who gives a fuck about that? Unless they come back with some hot alien bitches that we could have sex with. It's not happening. And I already had sex with all the hot aliens in the universe already. But I am here to tell you a horrifying story. I figure, I figure I've, I've read the news. I've seen what American media is. I could probably tell a really good fucking scary story here. So let's do this. This is Zindu's Halloween Campfire Season 1, Episode 1. Dark Sewer, News Network, News, Campfire Stories. Gather around, little kids. Gather around, little humans. Gross, stinky, monkey-like, smelly, hairy, greasy, slimy, sexy bastards. Come here. I was just digging a Halloween pipe. <sighs> The story is about a person I once knew. I might still know them, but I can't tell you that for sure because the government still might be looking for him. Not only the government, but maybe some undead spirits, demons, voodoo witch priests. A lot of people want this person. For a lot of reasons, and I'll tell you why right now. Ross. Ross Bergman. You'd, you'd hear a name like Ross Bergman, you'd be like, with them. How could there be any scary story about somebody named Ross Bergman? It's not in the name, people. It's not in the name. It's all about the story of the person. Their timeline through our current history that will change events in the future. Ross Bergman. Now, I met Ross a few years ago. That's how I know this story. I know it firsthand. And that's why I'm trying to... I'm just straight up front, I don't know where Ross is these days. I don't know where he is. But he told me the story before he disappeared. And I know it's true. I've seen all the evidence. And I've seen the body parts. So this is what Ross told me. I was supposed to take him out for drinks. I had, I had a couple of chicks lined up. There was like four girls. Me and four girls. Yeah, I, I could handle three. Two easily. Three, that's okay. But four, that's good. That's push. I only, only have so many dicks and arms and fingers and buttholes. So many. So I needed, I needed a wingman. Now, Ross Bergman. He was the best. He was the best in the business, man. Me and, me and Ross, we'd go out to clubs, come home. Living the lifestyle. Living the lifestyle. It was a beautiful lifestyle. That's why this story is so tragic, because I can't tell you where Ross is anymore. Zindu, what the fuck are you talking about? If I had five, six, seven, eight chicks, Ross won't be there to help no more. At least for now. Maybe. Maybe he'll come back later. But 
Called Ross up. Ross, come on down to the sewer. I got these ladies. One's Bethany, I got a Jordana. There was a Porsche. And I think there was a roofer too. A roofer? Roofy? Well, I forget what her name was. Anyway. Ross says, yeah, sure. Sure, I'll come on down to the sewer. Party with you. These uh, lovely ladies that you have there. I'm like, all right, Ross, come on down. Ross comes on down. It was like a Friday night a few years back. Ross comes on down. Comes down to the sewer. And, uh, he always dresses nice. And that includes, you know, footwear. Nice footwear. Now, when you're in the sewer, you're not supposed to wear nice Nice footwear. You gotta wear... You gotta wear something a little bit more, uh... Thick, like a worker's boot. You know, gotta cover up the... Sole of your feet. It's a lot of dangerous stuff down here, and, uh... One of the paths to the... Studio where I've been sleeping in the closet. Broom closet. I had these, uh, ladies... Outside the broom closet. But, you know, that's where I sleep. Anyway, uh... Ross, Ross came on down, and, uh... Apparently... He stepped on a... It was like a radioactive, rusty, blood-covered, cursed, ancient Indian, uh, nail. There was a nail on the floor. What? On, uh, one of the, one of those, uh, waterways in the sewer that he was coming through in his suit. He had a suit, he had some nice shoes on, very thin-soled shoes. So when he stepped on, he was walking through the rusty, radiated Indian burial ground, uh, mutant, mutant, mutagen-covered slime, uh, hall. I didn't tell him to come that way. That's just one of the four or five options to come down here. He came down there before, it doesn't happen, he was fine, but, you know, he usually wears bigger shoes, this, but this was to see some ladies. Nail. Bam! Right through the sole of the shoe. Nothing you can do. Nothing you can do about that. Now this nail... I heard him screaming. Because that, that, that's like right around, that's like five feet from where I'm recording this right now. Heard him screaming, the bloody screams. Bloody, he's fucking yelling, bloody murder. He's on the floor crying like a little bitch. I was like, dude, you just got here. You can't start crying yet until you see the, the merchandise, you know, the ladies. Eh? And uh, he's, I, I, but then, you know, I was able to tell, because Ross, my boy, uh, I was able to tell that there was something physically wrong with Ross, and there was a, there was an issue, there was, there's blood all over the fucking floor, is leaking out of his shoe, out of his nice, his nice shoes, I think they were like Cole or Kenneth Hahn or fucking, I don't know, they were, uh, Dennis Rossman shoes, I don't fucking know what they were, either way, bleeding out on the floor, out of his foot, I'm like, holy shit, he's like, yeah, holy shit, the ladies come, they look at it, they're like, do you want us to lick that up, I'm like, no, no, it's not why you're here, you're not here to lick up blood coming out of my friend's feet. Uh, I was thinking back on it. Maybe if I let them do that, there'd be a whole other story. But either way, that's not what happened. So, I send the ladies home. Ross is in, he's injured. He's on the floor. He's injured. Call up a, a medic. They send an ambulance down to the sewer. Right down the sewer fucking drain. I don't know how they do it, but they did it. Uh, they put him on a stretcher. They, they drag him out of there. Now, uh, Ross, Ross is a well-to-do guy, but I don't, his, uh, he lives in America. Now, if you don't know about the, uh, American healthcare system, I could tell you a horror story. Halloween horror, horror story. Just, Zindu, what is this? 
just not that in general, but we're not. That's not for tonight's show. That's that's for uh, another episode when we talk about how you're getting screwed so fast and so hard by unknown people. Basically, you're getting screwed by words like books are screwing you. Now, who's writing the books? I don't fucking know. Whenever you hear of like a bill in Congress or the Senate going through, like who wrote it? They say, oh, this guy wrote it. That guy didn't fucking write 12,000 pages in a day. Like some fucking computer or alien or demon. Demon wrote that shit. Either way, he, he got fucked over by the Medicare system. He did, and he was scared for his life. Now you got this nail in your foot covered in shit and blood and rust. You don't know what to do. You don't know what to do. So he went to the, he went to the hospital. They're like, we're going to we have to remove your foot. We have to cut, we have to cut it off at like it's fucking knee. Now, one of Ross's part-time hobbies was he was a, I think, a dancer on TikTok. He was a TikTok, uh, TikTok dancer. Dick, Dick, Dang, Dick Dance. He was a, he dances a lot. He dances and he puts it on the internet. I think there's like teenage girls fucking love clicking buttons, fucking putting lead paint on their faces, trying to fucking make dicks hard or some shit. So they watch this guy dance. What the fuck is? That's how he makes his money. He's a. Good out. He's a good dancer, but he needs he needs his feet. You can't. All right, I'm not trying to be uh, racist against one or no legged people, but you can't. You, it's just it's just it just helps. You know, if you're if you can still be like an eight or a nine dancer with with one leg, but to be that ten dancer, you need you need both legs. And he knew this. Ross knew this. Ross isn't dumb. He went to public school. He, he graduated high school. He knew what was going on. Calls me up. Tells me. Zindu. Zindu, baby. You gotta save me. You gotta come here. You gotta pick me up. They won't take my leg. They won't take my foot. You're an alien. You have connections. Also, I don't get the money for this shit either. Do you got something cheaper? Do you have a cheaper solution to keep me out? I'm like, hey. I go through my Rolodex. Flip, flip, flip. Flip, flip, flip. I know how much money he makes. I, I, he gets he gets a couple hundred thousand views on the TikTok, but you know that's the so I go I go mid range I go mid range. I, uh, hospitals in America that's like high range. You have to be like rich, all right. If you if you go in there, you'd be really rich or really poor. If you're really poor, you get paid for by the tax money and you vanish into the system. If you're really rich, you can afford it. And if you're right in the middle, which is the most of the population, you just get fucked. So I go through my rule decks. I find, uh... You know, maybe we should take a break or something. This is a long story. Should we take a break? Continue the story a little bit later? The story's horrible. Yeah, let's take a break here. This is a good place to take a break. We'll, we'll be right back with part two of this fucking scary story. Let's wash that horrible story out of our mouths. I guess that's kind of scary. Is bad stuff scary? Is cringe horror? Can you have like a... Like a horror, is like a horror movie today just like onslaught of cringe? Would that count? I guess maybe there's some murders. 
There should be a, a, a cringe horror movie where it's just bad. <laughs> Let's listen to Stereo Prism with Sequence. Shit's so bad I died from it. It's like the ring.
If you say purple drank three times in the mirror, do you get some? Let's thank some people for helping to produce this show. Uh, if it wasn't for you, I, this segment wouldn't exist. I think that's fair enough, right? I got major feedback coming over somewhere. Hold on a second. Let me meet those channels. Let's thank some people. If you would like to uh, donate to the show, you could either go to uh, you go to Twitch and follow me, like Chris X Leon has. Thank you so much for that follow there. Uh, Foo, he subs- he resubs uh, rub re. He re-rubbed, re-rubbed my scrub scrubs with the Prime for 21 months. That's like, it's like two pregnancies right there. 45 minutes ago. We could have two, we could have had two spirit babies in that amount of time. Uh, Ducky, Ducky's with uh, 30 months. That's three spirit babies, I think, at least. Three, three and a third? 53 minutes ago. Thank you so much. Uh, Notorious Neil 21 gave me a follow seven days ago. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, and then Sir Cameron Chris, who actually called in too, I think. Who you wanna? F- uh, I I see everything now. I'm like, uh, I got eyes all over the place. Uh, I even have eyes on the on the email, possibly. Let's check to see if anybody has donated in the past week. Uh, my my subscription. To Ricky Berwick's fucking OnlyFans expired. I gotta renew that. Hold on. Perfect. All right, here we go. Uh, I I I I uh, I, I resubbed to Rick's OnlyFans. That's fine. Uh, for the for the. The donations, I say initials, the amount donated, and uh, a thank you to those people. We have JF with 669. So thank you to uh, JF. And also I would like to give a huge uh, mention for Hog Story. If you ever want to listen to a podcast that's updated regularly, 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 a regularly updated podcast with a uh, fun host and sound great that uh, talk about current events and talk to other people and have inter- interesting conversations. Hog story. Hog story. Hog, hog story. Go on the smoker. Go over there into the smoker. beer we have mc mac mac with 420 thank you so much mac we have whoa this one's cool free free hollow books oh crap with 666 i usually say initials but i'm sure well free hollow books has uh has has had promotions on my show before. I have some of their products. Free Hollow Books is definitely a uh, great product. If you want 
a hollowed out book that you could hide contraband in or uh, I don't know pictures of of a scully you know you, you get a free hollow book put that in there get like an x-files book and put pictures of uh, Jillian Anderson in it uh, we have KS with 420 thank you so much KS I think KS is a new uh, sewer, sewer chatter uh, we have DV DV's been around for a while 420. Thank you so much, DV. And AM. AM has been around for forever. And the weird thing is, I think it's every month they're dropping a million dollars into my account. I think uh, I think AM actually is the secret uh, sauce. Mwah. Thank you so much to uh, keeping the sewer running with all this new technology. We have uh, P1 connections around the whole entire world. We also have a, a P.O. box that you could uh, send physical objects to. Was it nine zero five four nine Brooklyn, New York one one two zero nine? It's on the website under um, social. I think I don't know. Yeah, P.O. Box 90549, Brooklyn, New York, 11209. See, that's easy. Oh, boy, that's easy. When you, it's weird. When you hear another person's zip code, it, it, it kind of freaks you out. If you don't know what that zip code is, it's like, what the hell? Does this person live in Norway or something? But your zip code, just, it, your home address always, it feels like home. It's weird. Okay, let's, let's, uh, let's do some AMSR. Let me put this in my mouth and suck on it. Well, I finished. I hope you did. 42 cents in a check from Sir Mike Roch, PhD. That's my doctor. Thank you so much, Mike. He also put a, a $2 win for life scratch off in there. All right, let's. Thank you. Thank you, doctor. Uh, I'm trying to see if I won on this thing, but they took all the shop ar objects away from me. Uh, I'm currently in a, a padded room. Diane, I might have bit her the other night. There's lawsuits going on, but it's fine. She's still she's still tied up in the corner, so it's fine. She's not going anywhere, people. Don't. I didn't I didn't win so far, doctor. Scratch it with a bitcoin. <laughs> That's the <laughs> the ultimate argument against bitcoin. You can use them to scratch. That's that's what I think of your your lottery system, New York. I don't think you're allowed to put those in the mailbox anyway, so you shouldn't be sending those around the country. Uh, let's. Well, thank you everybody for uh, donating 
And uh, I hope you keep on doing it. If you want to do it more, go to nicktherat.com, nicktheratradio.com. You could subscribe with your Amazon Prime over Twitch. Uh, you could uh, you could join the chat. You could hashtag sewer chat. Bunch of crazy people here. There's a very low moderation. So if you are uh, younger, stay away. But if you have an open mind and you don't care what people say, then um, you know, don't be an asshole. Anyway, let's uh let's listen to a, a musical interlude right here. If anything, oh whoa. It's midnight in the sewer right now, everybody. It's, it's. I'm sure Ducky pointed it out. Mitts. Midnight in in the smoker too. That would be the in the M I T S and I T S and I T. In the sorry, I'm, so, I'm blanking out on words. Sometimes you think about words, and then you get to get lost. Sooner or later, you think about dinosaurs and shit. Let's listen to a musical track. Uh, do we have anything spooky to play? Are we getting anything creepy? Uh, this one, okay. Let's play some creepy music. This is for Halloween. This is for midnight time. We got Sleep Facing West with Horror of Self. Uh, Happy Sau... Sauhain? Damn. Sauhain? Sauham? Sauwin.
impacting me. But it's not normal. It's not. It's impolite. They keep they keep calling me collect on a party line. Being spirits, they may just be spirits, and they're floating around in the air. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Yeah. They got some spirits over here with a smart a smart mouth. beautiful spirit world. Cheers to you. <laughs> I'm sad to say I think we have to listen to another Zindu. Let's see what's going on in this story that I think you should stick to the news personally. Sixty nine four twenty sixty nine. 
great dancer, great dancer. Uh, but I think he removed his account. He's trying to stay a little underground right now, so he deleted his account. So don't go looking for him, okay? Uh, Ross calls me from the hospital because he got this giant fucking nail shank right into his the heel of his foot, bleeding all over the place. Ruined uh, the Uber ride that I called for when we. You, that's that was a nightmare too. Bringing this guy out. At first, I had to say that I was his lover. I had to say that uh, me and Ross uh, were uh, fuck buddies for at least, like, it was like a 10-year span. Because if you go to a hospital and they don't know who you are and, and they don't think you're family, then you have to kind of, you have to go deep. You have to tell them you're, like, somebody's fuck buddy for 10 years. So I'm like, hey, me and Ross, I've been giving him at least four of my 33 salamis every night. And, uh... They let me in, you know, so I go in there, I, uh, I go to Ross's room, I got a bouquet of flowers, he's like, very funny asshole, I know, I'm like, hey, hey, Ross, I'm just trying to lighten the mood over here, I got you flowers, you know, like, you want, he's like, break me out, you got a plan, right, you got a plan, i like, I got a plan, Ross, I went through my Rolodex, I went through my medium grade shit, I got a plan, I know where I'm bringing you, I have a person I'm bringing you to, so I scoop him up in one of my many arms, Wrap him up like a little baby, a little baby toddler in my, my big alien arms. You know, it's it's great. America just lets you be anybody these days. You could be a, a walrus, an elephant, alien, doesn't matter. You go wherever you want. They don't even ask questions. As long as you're fucking somebody, for ten years at least. Alright, so. Zend- what Ross are you talking about? Cradle in them. This is Halloween. I want to feel comfortable. I'm, I'm, I'm part to blame. I'm part to blame. I tempted Ross's penis. With four earth vaginas, pre-moistened with the finest mayonnaise you could find in the sewer. Uh, wrap him up. He's got a big fucking like bandage shit on his foot. He's probably gonna get charged. He, I think he did get charged for that by the hospital, like a thousand dollars just for the bandages he put on him. So he had to get out of there real quick. Scoop him up. I jumped through the fucking window. In my arms. I got these really weird cricket legs, like four of them. So I, I you know, gravity don't mean shit to me, especially in Earth. Oh, Darian gravity! And like, I like ten times stronger than Earth gravity. Shit's crazy. So, uh, we get outside. I didn't break through the window or nothing. Okay. Uh, Alright, look, look, chat room. I see what you're saying. No, I didn't jump through the glass window. I opened it gingerly with the tip of my 30-second penis. It was a little erect. Opened the window, and we hopped out, landed on the street, and, you know, I take him into the uh, Uber. Because I don't got to ride no more. My car has been, uh, my license has been taken away. Uh, so, I get an Uber. Ross is in there, bleeding from his foot. I'm dripping from one of my penises. It's a disgusting scene. Disgusting. Pretty gross. Uh, Uber, Uber. Take us to, uh, I think it was 45 Mockingbird. Yeah, it was uh, 40, 42 Mockingbird Lane. Go there. Meet up with uh, Chief Big Tits. He's uh, this guy I met once. I was at a rave. I was at a rave. It was like a electro music festival rave. He was floating through the air. Now, we were all on drugs, so my, he might not have been floating, but he was floating. I'm not a pussy. These drugs on earth, it doesn't matter how many tabs I stick up my asshole. 
I'm seeing what I'm seeing. And this guy was floating. He told me he was a medicine man. He's an, uh, a Native American. He was here before everybody else. He called us the uh, great gentrifiers. Gentrificationers or something. I forget what he called me. I was like, I'm a fucking alien. I don't even live here. You know, whatever. If, if you want to call me anything, call me a conqueror because I could shoot your ass with a laser from my butt. Alright, maybe I was on drugs. Maybe the drugs did kick in really hard. Either way, I got his number. He's a uh, medicine man. I gave him a call before I picked Ross up. He said that he could give him some help. Alright, so uh, I bring him over to Cheap Big Tits. Uh, oh man. What happened there? Hold on. I just had a flashback. One time I was just. I put all this acid up my ass and, uh. What? And then I, I thought I was eating mayonnaise. But it was actually a large German man flipped upside down. Okay, anyway. Zindu. Uh, we get to Chief Big Tit's house. He takes a look at my boy's foot. He's like, hey, yeah, Ross, your foot's fucked. Now, you could go back to the, the hospital and get your shit amputated and, uh, be sent on your way with a giant bill, or. Or, I know you're a TikTok dancer. I know how you could keep the leg. I know how you could, uh, not go to the hospital. I know how you could not pay the man. I know how you could probably dance better than you've ever fucking danced before. Ross was in. He didn't even need, he didn't even need anything else. He was like, yeah, sure. He even, he didn't, uh, even ask if it was going to cost a lot of money or anything. So, G Chief Big Tits is like, alright, this is what you gotta do. You got a, he gave him a, a matchbook. And the matchbook had the address of an ancient Indian burial cemetery. And you're like, why, why did the matchbook, because there's a, they sell everything. Uh, they, okay, look, these, these Indian reserves, they're, they're basically hotels, casinos, convenience stores, gas stations, hotels, uh, a little the, the graveyards, all in one little, you know, little patch. So he had a, a thing for uh, one of the chief's family members. And it was it was the Tits Resort uh, Bar and Hotel graveyard. Bring your dead, bring whatever. Uh, and then he told him what he had to do there. And that was the fuck. This this is when shit gets really weird. This is when it gets really weird, but uh, maybe we should take another break. I don't think I should tell you the really weird stuff just yet. Maybe we should, uh... Yeah, we'll be back in a little bit. We'll tell you a little bit more of this story a little bit later. The, the really scary part's coming, I'm telling you. I'm telling yeah, you I really hope so, Zindu. It's real fucking creepy. Really creepy. We'll be right back. Happy Halloween, everybody. It's Halloween right now. Zindu. Oh, God. Reality's falling apart. I witnessed all this shit, too. Zindu's not even doing the news anymore. Hey, look, it's Anthony. Uh, check the phone line, see if there's any spirits on the line. Any... Hold on one second here. It's, see, since Diana's tied up, there's a flamethrower near. There's a flamethrower near her as well, so it's kind of like a really 
tense situation for her, so I don't really expect her to play the next voicemail really quickly. But... Sorry if that is. 917-719-5923. The uh, ghost line is open. Oh, what's going on? That was really staticky, Nick the Rat. Are you there? Are you there? Welcome back to the, to the, to the wherever you're supposed to be, I guess. Ah, Nick the Rat, before you ask for protect, you're supposed to have an anchor. You have to have an anchor. Ah, all right, well, whatever. This is weird. Bye. Yeah, I have an anchor. Well, first off, I know that that the ghosts are real because th- this is the spirit line. You are all ghosts. You you might not be dead. Ghosts might not be dead. Ghosts and spirits and energy and chi and yin yang and balance and mitochondria and uh, metachlorians and DNA and cell splitting and all that stuff. That's real. And ghosts are real. Ghost or... Spirit line. Is this a ghost? Whoa. That was that was a very faint... Ghost, can you get closer to the... The... The, the speak... The, the speaking device? Do you sense me around you? Whoa. We, I do. I do. I feel you actually very close in my brain. Is it a sweet or savory sound? Perhaps saucy? Uh, well, I usually don't associate uh, audio brain feels with uh, flavor flavors, uh, but oh, I thought maybe it was saucy to your brain. So, well. Sp- Saucy's not really a flavor. Saucy's a, a texture, isn't it? It's not. Well, maybe it turned your brain to sauce. Did you turn my brain to sauce? So- I think drinking sauce makes my brain turn to sauce. Well, it does. It does. It will do it. You are what you eat, right? Um, I don't think so, because 
Wouldn't like veg vegetarian turn into vegetables. And wouldn't and wouldn't the people that want to eat the rich turn rich? And then you would eat yourself. It would, it would be an Ouroboros, wouldn't it? <laughs> Any anytime if you if you are what you eat, you're. It's I think an, when it gets to that point, there's only one last thing to do is to eat the rich. But then you become the rich, and then you have to eat yourself. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. Well, unless maybe you take a but, massive poop and you leave it behind you, then you're no longer rich, I guess. Well, that or have it with a side salad. Oh, eat a poor person with the rich person. Eat as yeah, many poor okay. as you do rich to balance out the yin yang. So if you the eat, yang, if, yeah, cannibal cannibalism has a. A wealth. Don't be classist. Don't be classist while you're being cannibalistic. Are are female spirits worth more than male spirits? Uh oh, exponentially so. Does age matter too? Is like uh, like a younger spirit worth more? I no, I don't think so. Because I mean, there's uh, there's a little bit, there's a lot of experience there to be earned with age, isn't there? That's true. Unless you're dumb and old, I mean that's just a. But you still you probably learned something about something or under, you know along the line. You know how to, to breathe a, and your heart beats. Yeah, well, I mean, you're definitely not as dumb as when you were born. So that's always a uh, a bonus. <clears throat> Are you a? Uh... Spirit, are you generally are, are you still alive or are you dead? Oh, I'm I'm very much alive. Are you just astral planning? I'm wait, wait, what? Are you in your body still? How are, wait. Oh, wait a second. You're sp I'm floating I'm floating high above the sewer. In like in an airplane? Are you in the body or not? God damn. Oh, uh, whose body are we talking about here? Huh? <laughs> it's a very good I'm question. Equal opportunity by body is. Ah. I had a question, but I forgot it, Spirit. How? How do you see yourself? Oh. How do I see myself with my eyes? On what astral plane, though? Oh, I... Um... I guess maybe the third or the fourth one? That's intense. But I can't... I, I, I definitely know it's not the first or second one. Or... But I don't think it's the sixth or the seventh or the eighth. So I, I would say it's either the third or the fourth astral plane is the one that I'm currently uh, uh, feeling the most for myself. <clears throat> Do you have a certain level of excitement for this week? Excitement? That's like uh, electrons, right? When uh, they get excited because there's too many electrons, they jump to the higher plane. Yeah. They get too much power or energy. Right. You have a high power in your, uh, I guess your aura. 
No, my my R is pretty low, very very low. I have a very low low R. Low. Well, yeah. <clears throat> Why do you say that? Because uh, I like to sit a lot. Lay down too. <laughs> I like to sit and lay down a lot. So I, I'd say my R is gener- generally low. Her naps a. Uh... Favorite pastime? No. You said you like to sit and lay down a lot. Wouldn't you nap during that? Or what, what well, do I don't do like doing it. Well, sitting, I like to. Well, you don't really nap when you sit. No, you, well, <laughs> you should meet some of the people that I work with. That's... <laughs> I guess, yeah. I guess I like to, I like to nap when I sit. But, uh, no, it's a. Uh, ah! Uh, just because I, I, I have a, a, uh, a worldwide, uh, reaching radio show and, and I'm extremely famous and popular and all that doesn't mean that I'm very high energy. You aren't like this 24 seven, like high, like, well, I am. I am me. No, this, just... Me is is who you see. I I am what you get, and yeah. I, I I do this twenty four seven. But but I'm not like doing it. it uh, um, so I'm doing it. So I'm like, doing it in front of a computer, sitting down. Visions visions of you teaching a spin class during the day are not correct, or no, not really. That would be very incorrect. Unless it was a virtual spin class, maybe I'd do that. I just. I oh. pretend I'm on a bike. I'm like, yeah, you're doing it. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Pay me money. Keep going. You're doing great. Do you, want, do you want to actually pedal or do you just want to like have that like uh, the scenery? Oh, sp- it, like spirit. Spirit. I am sort of a, a nihilist. Sort of a nihilist. A nihilist. Yeah. I believe that <laughs> there's there's a lot of there's a lot of things so you, you could do. That make a difference, but I also think there's even more stuff you could do that doesn't matter to anybody. Yeah, what, is, what does that have to do with the Nile? Well, everything starts at the river. Well, there you go. That's good. Ooh, you drinking something? Uh, I have a uh, a gym in uh, Waterloo Crepe. Wait, did you just say you have a genie? A gin, gin, gin. Yeah, a genie. A gin, gin. Well, is that a genie? A if your gins. Name is G- Jimmy. Then your genie's no, Jimmy as well. The name, the name is Bombay Sapphire. It's not. Uh, it's the strangest uh, hitman's name I've ever heard. It's not the uh, what is it, Monkey Forty Seven? Hmm. Oh, I saw yeah. Monkey Forty Seven at uh, my local um, uh, alcohol. This this dispensary. <laughs> it's it was like sixty six bucks for for the bottle. Oh, I was like, not, uh, 
That's it, was, dope, man. it was decent. It was decent Everything, size. Everything's going up here. It's very, uh, very was- aromic. It smells like, uh, I forget what the smell is. I just remember the taste. It's a waste to drink it with, like, a mix, though. So, you know? Fuck yeah. Yeah, you gotta have that. It's got that, uh, like, uh, lavender or some shit to it. It's got some, it's, it's, it's not, it, they don't put monkeys in that shit. I thought it was all, I thought it was, I thought they what, put a monkey what, into a bottle of gin. The correct term is botanicals. Botanicals? Yeah, but there were certain botanicals. It was That's a, what they always say. I thought they just threw 47 monkeys into a fucking barrel. <laughs> wow, you can taste the monkey penis in there. Delicious. I think I went fucking 47 monkeys. They should have went with... <laughs> they have, um... What's it? Farmhouse Ale? Have you ever had a farmhouse ale? Well, I've had... Uh, yeah, actually. I went to a... I went apple picking recently, and there was this... Did we Farm? Talk about, I think we talked about this before. And I went in there and I described that. I also the, went to uh, I went to I went to the uh, was that cider was that famous New York cider place? Fucking, uh, I forget the name of it, but I, yeah, I, went, I went there too. New York. What, do the, is it an alcohol cider or just? Yeah, yeah, alcoholic cider. It's like it's like Scott's apple cider. <clears throat> that's very popular. Oh, what's okay. a popular apple cider cider in a bottle? Drink? The one here is is Blake's, and they ship Blake's everywhere. That's I've seen Blake's. There. I think yeah. I've had Blake's. Blake's is pretty good. Yeah, they're uh, they are a little bit woke. Well, you have to be awake while you're working, otherwise they'd be napping. Yeah, that's for certain. Yeah. yeah. Do you think? Do you think? Uh, um, that if you took a, if you took a, a politician, and you killed them, would their spirit automatically go directly to the waiting area, or to, or would it go to heaven or hell? Like a. You're talking like a purgatory or a... Yeah, purgatory. Do you think Do you think uh, if a politician dies, do they go to purgatory <clears throat> or to heaven or to hell? Hmm. It's like a murderer. You know, they go right to hell, right? Or that's what people say, even though I don't think anybody knows. I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, there's a... The, 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 yeah, we're all forgiven our sins and, you know... Uh, so is there like a really a true evil that goes to hell? Yeah, is there a true and evil? Our or is po- there our politicians? Our politicians are true evil, which I, I think, to a degree, yes. But what about the media? Uh, probably the media is eviler than and then the politicians. Uh, yeah, I'd have to agree because I think uh, I mean it seems like they're uh, I don't know. The almighty ad dollar that made everybody into a uh, almost a satanic whore. You know? Satan, Satan. Do you think you could contact Satan in the spirit world? I don't know. I don't think you could. I don't think a general person could. Because 
it's Satan. Unless he's got like all sorts of channels to everybody. He probably he probably uh, doesn't even care anymore. It's like it's he'd like, like put you on he'd be like put you on voicemail like eh, no I'm gonna hit the button. He doesn't have I'm to do any work it. anymore because the media. He's like back back in the quote unquote day back in the day you would get tapped on the shoulder but and have Satan talking into your ear and telling you to do stuff. But now now it's completely ruled by uh, uh, the media. The media has. They just they tap you on the shoulder and tell you what to do. So he's I, well, uh, it's, to a degree, but I, I think you have a lot of different almost sects of people that, as far as they how they view the media, you have people that are totally disconnected and don't care what the media says at all. But they're not really. Uh, uh, they they think everything's going to be okay <laughs> is... if they do nothing and don't watch the media. So and then you have the people that believe everything the media says, and you have people that believe like none of what the media says. Well, the the media is law, and, though. And difference is is the media law? Between, you know? <clears throat> is the media law? Yeah, they get sued no, but they sometimes, to, but they tried to make it the. Uh, well, that's that's the thing is that there should be lawsuits filed against them for different uh, to hold them responsible actions that they perpetrated. Yeah, exactly. But they they don't uphold any of that. I know why they don't even uphold it to the politicians. It's it's all it's all AP. AP AP. And, uh, it's all AP and and the Reuters because Reuters you just got to know that's a bad name. The, they're the they're the the main news uh, host. Mm-hmm. If you do not report what they tell you to report, then you'll never be mainstream. Yeah, you no. Know. I can't be mainstream. And then you're local. No, no, because you're not going to be. Are you going to? Re- are you just going to repeat? AP lines the whole entire show. I know you can't say anything. That's, other. You, that's what you'd have to do. You'd you would have make, to, uh, yeah. So AP I don't know. is, I don't know. is you, Satan. And then you'd have to you, AP, yeah, AP Satan, and then you'd have to uh, uh, fluff the advertisers that you need to get <laughs> to afford the AP content. <laughs> it's very strange. I know that's yeah. Fluff's probably the light term for whatever the hell you'd have to do to the advertisers. Do you think there'll there'll ever be a war so bad that uh, countries will all disappear? Like everybody will become their own individual country. Like every single. Uh... Like I am a country. Are you t- <laughs> <laughs> and you get like a certain radius oh, wait, oh, wait. around you of. <laughs> Of, uh, I am the country. I am the country of Bill. I am the country of Nick the Rat. <laughs> it's I. I pay for a five foot radius for you not to come near me. I have. I have a feeling that wouldn't be in New Jersey, though. Could be, but New Jersey wouldn't um, exist. It would be a lot of people's country. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I. Uh, 
there's always going to be somebody who's going to try and control everything. I guess it's just a matter of uh, whether people follow that person. What what if what if it's, humanity it's like, gets the like, unlock the the uh, the evolutionary step into uh, not being uh, so dependent on anything? Even though I can't see that happening ever. I, yeah, I mean, as a human. Uh, well, say we there's a replicator. A replicator comes out, and it's uh, pretty much free to have. Everybody, everybody had their own replicator. Have, you could have ever what you could replicate whatever you wanted. Yeah, or what you needed. You 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 have a little handheld device. You need a burger. You press a button. Boom! There's a burger in front of you. Well, and it cost nothing. It would be cool, would, I guess. Well, would there still be a government and people in control if you could make anything? Are we you, thinking of this without looking into what the hell that burger's made out of and everything? Or? Oh, it's just made of photons. <laughs> it's just what's saying, yeah, that's what I say. What the hell is it made out of? <laughs> If it was well, like according a, to New Trek, it's oh, made it's, out of it's shit. The same, it's the, yeah, exactly. But if it was uh, like like oh God, there you it's go. the same same exact makeup as beef or what you know, I'd These, be all on board. Or do you think we'll all never should have one? And then imagine imagine the quantum realm is actually sp- the spirit realm. And humans are trying to put numbers on it, but they'll never be able to actually do it because the quantum is a whole different place that we'll never be able to touch. It's unknowable. It's uh, maybe, maybe not, but so it's all a realm of the. Uh, would it be a realm of? It's the, the realm of the unknowable. Or, yeah. Well, I. Yeah. I mean, quantum. Always seems to be the unknowable. Exactly, and it will always because be because every time it, yeah, I, well, that's what I say. That every time they come up with something, it's like, oh no, it's you know, this is quantum, but it's not really quantum. This is quantum, <laughs> and we haven't achieved it yet. It's it's <laughs> quantum, but we're gonna. It's it's a cheeseburger. It's <laughs> whenever there's a breakthrough. When you read about the breakthrough, I can't. I it's can't, always yeah, mostly I can't, bullshit. Well, uh, yeah, what is there, there? There's a phrase for that: the unachieve, the unachievable, whatever the hell. The dream. What we were good at was making things smaller, like uh, creating machines that could create smaller things. But we we seem to have hit the smallest we could create a machine. So, do you think like that's affected other technologies and other? realms i think law has affected technology more than any uh physical hurdle what has law the uh stories by man no oh yeah to keep control (laughs) patents and And, yeah it's uh it's we we hoard uh knowledge you can't have the blueprint to our technology because if you did, you might kill everybody. 
the guise of disaster to keep a uh, yeah uh, control control yeah. from it. Well, would it go all the way to just the if you if you knew how to make a? I was listening to Art Bell and somebody sent him a letter on how to make an atomic bomb, and all it took was a couple of pieces of um, uh, radioactive material, super glue, clay, TNT. Yeah, I mean, well, what was it? There's a movie when I was young where a kid made that. John Lithgow was in it. Uh, no, I remember that. Third Rock but from the, the Sun? Design me. What was it? A Third Rock from the Sun? That has a no, 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 no. This goes back to the 80s where, like, the kid uh, designed an atomic bomb and. The structure for the uh, the explosive was a uh, like a soccer ball. Like, really? I don't know why that stands out. And there's a John yeah, Lithgow movie. The the movie. <laughs> John Lithgow was like a like uh, was he the kid? <laughs> uh, scientist at a lab that was developing like nuclear weapons or atomic weapons. And the kid broke in there with all the like pass cards that he got because the John Lithgow's character was dating his uh, his mom, his single divorcee mom, or whatever it was. <laughs> I remember that because he used a Tamiya model that was a Subaru Brat. That uh, <laughs> that model uh, was like a uh, hard plastic. Bakelite. Uh, model that they had it was it was like a, a complete rc that you know uh one of the original rc control radio controlled models that were out there that were popular in that day so it wasn't bakelite it was something but it was like most it was, very, models it was like very like thin what they call like a very yeah, thin no, plastic. no, because the, the the ones that they had had Lexan bodies that were really thin, huh. and you painted them on the inside. Yeah, and that model had the the it was like a like a model you would buy to uh, if you bought like a model of a Camaro that you just put together and it sat on the shelf, and it had like that hard plastic body to it. Whereas, the, like I say, the normal RC models back then had a Lexan body and you painted them on the inside. They still do to this day. That's pretty much all the bodies are. Modeling glue smells great. Yeah. Well, years ago, they had uh, what they called uh, airplane dope. Oh, God. Airplane dope is what you put on. (laughs) Jankum? Well, no, it was like what you put on, it it was an adhesive, and it hardened up, and you put it on like a cloth, like uh, RC plane model, and uh, that's where the term doing dope came from, because they would sniff RC dope, (laughs) or model plane dope, uh, and get high off of it, just like glue, but dope was the first, and that's where dope came from so weird that that's uh that happens <laughs> then again you know I, I love i love alcohol and weed so you know uh, but it's a little bit different than 
sniffing chemicals. So then sniffing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's yeah. <laughs> I've never purposely sniffed chemicals, but I've been around oh, yeah. chemicals it's, enough to so with the point where like, I got high and I'm like, like what whoa. the fuck is going on? Like, hey, this is this is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it was like not cool for like a couple hours afterwards. <laughs> Just, and it's just like, like ugh, I don't want to do feeling. that again, you know. I don't. I don't understand it. To the point, to the point where, I, whenever I use those chemicals, I'm setting up a fan and blowing stuff all over the place. So maybe it's I like cannot a, understand. They're trying to reach the spirit world faster or something. I don't know. It's like a fast war. Uh, I don't. I, have, I don't know. I don't know what's in the the minds of other people. I don't even know what's in my own mind. I mean, that's what leads to them doing, like, other hardcore drugs massively, I think, too. There's just a uh, personality that's more susceptible to do crazy stuff like that. Could be. Because, I mean, I think we've known people, everybody's known people like that growing up. You probably went to school with or whatever. It's funny you say that. It's funny you say that because uh, you're uh, "quote unquote" stereotyping a person. You're kind of uh, judging a book by its cover. No, no, I'm not saying that. I mean, I'm talking about people that you know that have had a track record of doing that over and over again. Well, yeah, you're they were, you're, you're still you're you're you you are uh, making a judgment call on something that you uh, rec- pattern recognition. There's there's many names for. For it, in my opinion, do you think that's wrong or right? <laughs> this this is the question. I mean, if you might die, you or you that, might you might have a fun time with a drug lord that has murdered people in another country, riding hyenas and uh, having card games with giraffes. I don't know if that exists, but and I'm not saying they're bad people either. You know, I'm not saying they're like evil incarnate or anything but uh definitely most of the people that i've known that have been like that but then again when i see moldy bread i throw it away unfortunately i mean it's it's sad it's and i I don't think i'm not sure do you think there's some sort of uh set path that that person was supposed to follow that they were going to end up dying like that or possibly but that's what Oh, and it's weird, too, because that person can never know their own fate either. Because when somebody tells you you are something, you always usually are in disbelief of it. You're like, what? Oh, yeah. Hey, no, caller, you, you, should, you yeah. should stop calling Nick the, Rats, Nick the Rats radio. And then they're like, what? I don't do that too much. And then you're like, wait, I do. And then... Wait, I do? Do I do that too much? <laughs> way too much, caller. Stop it. <laughs> what? Stop what? it. Oh my god! But it makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah, no, it does. Um, the the uh, thing, yeah. what you know, how I see, I see everything now. I I had a, I had an epiphany one day, and uh, and then I I was we're just all too lazy, and we also don't have enough time to do stuff. Because if you saw if you uh, saw a bad apple or uh, rotten bread or something that 
needs to be fixed or moved or thrown away or or anything, would you take the time to help fix it? Uh, a leopard, would you try to help a leopard change its spots? Nobody's had, nobody's had time for that. Uh, so it doesn't really matter anyway. Just notice the spots on the leopard. Make peace with it and yourself and move on. Do your own thing. You got to keep on going. Notice that they want. Yeah. I mean, that's. No, and I agree with that, but. But they have to wind up somewhere. Stuff like that. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's sad when stuff like that happens. It is. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's just. Even. I, a lot of more very good friends and decent people, I think, you know. Well, think about yourself, though. Ultimately, How many friends do you have? It dwindles as you get older. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think me. I got this podcast now? I'm just trying to make some friends now in my... <laughs> it, it does, it does uh, thin out a lot. And you're like, hey, kind of a good thing too but it's also bad see when when you're I mean, younger and there's some... way too many friends there's a lot of there's oh, a lot yeah. of bad apples in that group oh, you don't yeah. even know it well, yet that's what I say. yourself you always know somebody from back in the day that probably was like anything that came past them it's like oh my god airplane glue <laughs> that's true but you could have stepped in and said you see Oh, yeah. It's just the parents. If you could blame any the person that I knew like that, like, well, no, I mean, that's. It, uh, Can you blame the parents? Sure that, I don't know. Because blaming the government is stupid, and that's a cop out, and that's why we're in the I situation we're in. I mean, because people blame the government yeah. for uh, failed youth. They're like, oh, the youth failed. It's the government's fault. It's like, what? <laughs> failed youth. I think that's because of b- b- people. If if you're relying on the government or the media or anything, then you have to be able to exist with nothing and be able to be a decent person to people that are... My, my belief in that is... Uh, I mean, it, it, it's part from... Uh, my reality of growing up uh color was were you close I with your up, your uh your uh, adult uh uh enslavers i grew up in a, i grew up in, no i grew up in a fucked up home dude it happens a lot i don't think it it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't uh dictate who you are definitely does not you aren't you are sort of have, a uh I, you might be. You might come out as a quote unquote better person. Either way, you have you have those inflictions on yourself, though. So it just it kind no. Of, it, I grew up in a fucked up home, but uh, with an asshole in it. But he was at least funny. So <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I that still that. sucks, though. I mean, I, I mean, I, it, there's always a good way to look at it. Everything. There is a good way to look at it. Yes, and also. Uh, <laughs> There was a home. Sometimes and there I'm is not, no I'm not, home. I'm not trying to bring you down or anything with that. I, it's just a matter of the fact that just shit happens, you know? I mean, it's, I do. There's shit that I learned, shit that I didn't. It's, 
you know, we all, everybody's experiences. What was what was that person? Oh, this is this is this is also another thing. There's no history being passed on. There's no uh, there's no new culture. Culture comes from stories of people passing. Like uh, you're telling me this story. No, but the person no, but it, that you were uh, that you're just talking about. Did did you know much about how they were brought up and the people that? Uh, oh. I mean, it, a lot of stuff came to light after the fact. Mm, yeah, well, <laughs> uh, years later, and and I have uh, 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 relatives that uh, are doing like like uh, uh, family tree kind of like bullshit. And some of the Do you stuff have to send that spit comes into to the light internet? is like, uh, yeah, oh yeah, like ancestry dot com and all that fucking bullshit. But they're coming uh, together as a group. <laughs> I yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> See, this but is the problem. We don't when, know when anything it, about the, the people is, that came before us. We're relying on well, no, the internet no, and no, Amish people. What's that? Is it the Amish people that keep uh, like ancestry dot com? Who knows? Well, you know what? There's always a news record. And thank God there's somebody on the internet that's keeping like a news record, at least of the, the old stuff, uh, like shit that would be swept under the rug. Uh, and I think that's where the more valuable stuff is, is these obscure websites that find kind of like the local news of the time of wherever your, uh, family had congregated to, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, that's uh, sometimes the most eye-opening stuff because uh, there's some crazy ass shit in the past of my family. And you're like, holy fuck! <laughs> so, but sadly, if it's not passed down uh, or orally from the uh, the person right before. Oh you. no, nobody wants to talk about the bad <laughs> stuff ever. In that's, any that's, that's I like, think that's the oh problem. no, we were we owned all this stuff, and you know it's always that. Nobody but wants to want talk to... about anything, and that's why people control everybody because nobody's talking to each other. There is it's a very segregated civilization we're in. It's. In at least the dregs, in the states, I guess. I don't know. The dre- the dregs of the society never get talked about. So can't talk I mean, about the bad stuff. Yeah, I which I mean, I guess uh, if anybody in your family knows about any bad things that you've done, not saying that you've done or not done anything. I what? guess that's the uh, anonymity that we all. Afford from that little pack that's in place. Well, this one time I was uh, at my uh, cousin's house <laughs> and I had this camp? giant knife and. Caller? Oh. Caller, I can't believe you just got cut off right there. Oh my god, it's almost one in the morning. Uh.
spirit world, spirit world, are you there? Ooh, yeah, I'm flying through the sky. Oh, yeah, that's what Mm. I'm floating above Spearfish. How you doing? Wait a second. Is this Stillwater's spirit? I am a floating. Yeah. How high oh, yeah. above you are you? Oh, how high am I? Okay, on a scale from one to uh, Willie Nelson... I am just slightly less than Snoop Dogg. That's good. That's good to know. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, you know. Is the service up there good? Is it cold? Is it colder in the spirit world? No, actually, like, I've been enjoying my day normally here in Spearfish, and it was a very picturesque autumn day like uh, all the leaves are uh, like that glorious uh uh bright yellow orange color and then it's like kind of mixed in with the ponderosa pine dark green and then there you know it's like kind of chilly out but not really that chilly and it's kind of windy out but not super crazy south dakota windy like it normally is and it was just really gorgeous and i thought hey you know what I've been having a nice day. Yeah, you can clear my mind and let's go floating around in the astral realm. So here I am. So I'm just kind of floating up above the, the 605 area. Well, I'm happy you're, you're able to call in on the spirit line here in the sewer. This is. Yeah, I, I did, actually, um, I, I couldn't find my phone for like two weeks. Uh, until I started astral projecting, and so I decided to grab it. I'll put it back with my regular body later. Don't worry about that, you know. Can I ask you a question, Spirit? Well, of course. Is humanity doomed? Let me put this this way. Ragnarok already happened, and it will again. The end of the world has already happened, and it will again. The apocalypse, uh, everything like that, it has always been a cycle that the world has gone through. Things die. Things come back. Yeah, things die. Dinosaurs you know? are and pigeons now, right? They're birds. Well, basically, yeah, but there's also civilizations that we've completely lost. And there's also... Uh, uh, you know, lots of catastrophes that kind of happen. There's volcanoes. You, you know about Pompeii, right? I know all about Pompeii. Yeah. Oh, I've been there. Actually, I actually went to the place. It was it was a really fun time. I was in college at the time, and our tour guide was uh, this this like fifty two year old milf, and that's how she introduced herself. And she was wildly flirtatious with all of the men there, including myself. And there, there were all these like, like dicks carved into the buildings. And she had this little feather pointer, and she'd always tickle every cock that she got. Look, there's another penis. Yeah, 
in, in, in her, like, Italian accent. And it was such a fucking hilarious tour because this lady was just laying this sexual energy to an extreme. But it became hilarious to everybody. Did she give her a good tip? Did you you give her a good tip? And and she insisted on only the tip, just to see how she Have you ever been to to Ireland? I have not, but my brother has. They they don't take tips there. No, um, that's a a uniquely American thing, because um, tipping didn't happen until uh, the... It was the... um, uh, when when uh, everybody banned all the alcohol, and blanking out on the name. The, no, the prohibition. Yeah, it started with the prohibition because there would be these like speakeasies and some few restaurants that would have like secret pills for people who wanted alcohol to get alcohol at a restaurant on the sly. And in fact, the the term cocktail actually comes from. Um, if a if a server had a uh, peacock tail hanging off of her skirt, that meant that she was she would be willing and able to get the customer an alcoholic drink on the fly, and that's where the term cocktail came from. Get the fuck out of here! Really? It's either that or I just made up something really really brilliant, and I don't think I'm smart enough to just. Make something up like that on the fly. And if I did, then I'm fucking killing it. But I doubt it's the latter. Illuminati in the chat is totally right. Dude. What what did she say? She's dude. Dude? Oh, dude. 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 You can say so much with that word, can't you? That's what's beautiful about it. Dude. Dude. dude is dude. Uh, uh, dude's culture now. You know, people just say dude. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure some people are just like dude, 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 and they just pass on dude. 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 Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, it is gorgeous out right now. Oh boy, it is like picturesque Halloweeny weather right now, and I, I have a window open and. I'm literally, I, I doubt that you can hear any of this. It won't pick this up on my stupid phone. But I, I can hear leaves just blowing in the wind and bouncing off of the ground. It's, and it's just so beautiful. You guys got to get outside sometime. Spirit, you know? spirit. I had a thought about yeah. the wind earlier. I had a thought about the wind earlier. And you just the brought up The wind is your friend, dude. If, with the wind. if there was no if there was if there was no leaves to make noise when the wind blew, would we ever hear it? Well, what do you mean by that? I mean, like, uh, would we hear the wind if the wind didn't hit anything? Look, all right. I know that earlier you mentioned that you're in like if you're in the hills, no, if you're in the <laughs> if you're in the hills, there's no trees. <laughs> It does oh, hit your oh, eardrum. No, if, if the wind hit I'm you in, in the, the ear. I'm in the valley just underneath the hill. Say in you didn't get hit directly the with hill. the wind, but like you could hear a tree like rustling in the wind from probably at least, I would say, 500 feet, maybe probably more. <laughs> no way. 
I don't quite understand what you're trying to say, but I kind of do at the same time. Um, I love that you're latching on to the beauty of nature, but let's step back from that. So what were you trying to say? Can spirits have sex? Oh, absolutely. They do it all the time. Why wouldn't they? Is there friction? Isn't is oh. friction uh, the best part of or uh, it, the spirit energy is very essential to sexual activities. Um and, and in fact like an an orgasm starts from the very base of your chakra. Is is the is the feeling of feeling the sensation is that only friction? Or is that no, gravity too? No, it's not only fiction. It's well, it, like the it's sense of taste is uh, has a couple of different flavors, and smell is mm-hmm. and touch is touch only uh, friction. It's because it's the fi- physical uh, things in contact with each other. And well, that you, would that's you gotta you gotta reverse pressure? the way that pressure you're thinking about that those sorts of things, like your taste buds or your nerve endings or your skin and whatever. Instead of saying, hey, I'm taking in stuff from there, you got to think of um, these are actually antennas out to the world at large. And in fact, when you think of it on that level, if you go back through the nervous system with that kind of logic, it means that your brain and your stem, uh, like your spinal cord, is more like an antenna, like your brain and your nervous system and all of your feels are actually uh, kind of being projected into it. It's like it's like your physical body is picking up on something outside of yourself, and that's kind of where you come from. And the only reason people are assholes is because. Physically, no one's perfect. And when you understand that, that's when you understand, hey, that's why I need to forgive, like Jesus Crazy said, you know? Um, spirit caller from uh, Spearfish. Uh. Yeah, I'm floating right over the passageway right now. It's still, it's still basically abandoned. <laughs> I totally forgot. It was, was designed by the same guy that designed uh, Red Rocks. Uh, if anyone knows about that venue, that's another outdoor uh, stage, and uh, that's what the Passion Play was. And that guy designed the Passion oh, Play. Oh wait, Co- uh, color, color, spirit color. Would you be able mm-hmm. to uh, teach what you just said in a, a taxpayer's school? Um. <clears throat> Well, do you well, think you could do that? Do you, you, can you say, like, I'm going to um, go teach metaphysics to uh, students in uh, third grade, fourth grade, in your public school? Well, I mean, I don't know Is about that even metaphysics? that directly, but I'm, I do know enough of the teachers here in town that if I can't do that, I'm sure that I can talk them into, uh, like sharing a beer with me and then talking on a microphone about this kind of stuff. 
Do you think you could talk to uh, kids in a uh, a tax-funded school about anything that uh, isn't – that wouldn't be from the AP, that the AP wouldn't say? The Associated Press? Yeah, like if if the Associated Press – if they didn't say that you could uh, have these feelings that you're just talking about, they're not going to be able to put that into a book. Do you, do you agree with that? Well, I don't worry about it. And it's because- you got to start worrying about that. See, I, I'm trying to make a movement here. And if, if you're not worried about things, then stuff won't ever move. Let's l- listen to NB4 with To Me. Sorry, caller. I really have to use the bathroom. I love you.
spirit world, oh spirit world, where's my spirit? Hello, sir. Hello, sir. Hello. Oh, you sound pretty creepy. Uh, hi, uh, this is my uh, my name's Nick the Rat. I'm calling you from a sewer in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York. I'd like to ask you some questions about the spirit world. Oh yes, sir. I could uh, totally answer any question you have, but I have to ask you. Spirit world, spirit world caller, caller. Hello. Flying <laughs> through the sky. Oh yeah, I'm still here, dude. Yeah, still floating around. Really? Oh, it's a it's a, a pretty clear night, and this is pretty pleasant weather. So I'm just kind of floating around, you know, looking at the stars. I'm gonna hold on. I gotta I gotta crack a beer here, spirit. <laughs> oh, of course. Crack one out. I just buddy. uh, I just made enough room. Here we go. Uh. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, Woo. I could hear that from all the way up here. Mm. So, how are you going to celebrate Halloween, Spirit? Well, uh, first I have to go to work, and it's kind of a bummer, you know. I, I gotta show up. I'm like the earliest guy there, too, uh, scheduled wise. So then you get out early, uh, you know. I mean, on a yeah, Sunday, probably. you have to get there that no, early on a Sunday. Down for the, well, oh, uh, yeah, I have to um, show up at uh, around eight a.m. in the morning. <sighs> yeah, I know it sucks. I'm not even a morning person, but for some reason, I'm the only one that can show up even a fraction of a second before nine a.m. I, I I have a I have a question, caller. I don't know what your the the uh, business very well. Uh, do you oh, think uh, I'm a, do you I'm think a, that they I'm should a open? I play with knives and fire. Do you think yeah. they should open that early, or do you think they should uh, just wait later and open? Like, is there an, enough? Sir, like, are you, are you cooking up breakfast for people? Well, no. It's that's that's not how early we open. It's just that um, you gotta like chop it and get ready. Like, uh, and, the the restaurant where I work at. Uh, like we do fresh food and we make just about everything in house. And it includes all of our French fries are hand cut, dude. So I like it's either me or one of the other people in the kitchen that have to like set up the mandolin and hand cut the French fries. And also we sell a fuck ton of French fries. And that's just one of the crazy items we do. But you know what? It is so fucking delicious that it's worth it. It's worth it, and you should buy a fry cutting machine. You should get a, a fry. You should uh... actually we did. We did, and um, my boss is kind of on the fence of, uh, with it because um, it works beautifully. It's more convenient, but um, like uh, the fry holes are a lot larger than what he wanted. Like they're cut. Now they're kind of coming out like steak fries, like the really big fries. You know what I'm talking about? So you, like before, before they were, we I were want making my fries, fries this big, fresh fries. Yeah, he he wanted his fresh fries to be 
uh, pretty much the size of like McDonald's French fries. They're the really tiny ones. So get like a, one of those Play-Doh machine toys and squish the potato through one of those. Well, and here's the funny thing is that um, everybody loved the fries before and everybody loves the fries now. It's the potatoes. As long as the potatoes really are fresh. at the same ratio. It, it, it really is. If the potatoes and, are, you know, are uh, um, you know, yeah. yeah. The machine's not adjustable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's probably adjustable machines or something or... Or just make your own. Oh machine. yeah, yeah. You have to get a different plating thing, um, and then you got to screw that guy in uh, into the machine there. You should uh, yeah, outsource your work has to, the to the robots, the- and then and then enslave the robots, and then become uh, your own chain of fries. You could sell fries Actually, outside of his place. I, I will. I will accept that it's if cheaper. it's in the form of like an uh, an R two D two unit. If it's a cute like little droid that's following me around and talks to me through through bleeps and bloops and is just recognizable enough to be like, oh, that's a concerned bleep, or oh, that's a, an excited happy bleep, you know, just like R two D two. If it's bad, then yeah, I'm all for it. But I don't want the like evil Terminator ones. You know what I mean? I I, I don't want to be threatened by my robot friends. I want me to be friends be, with my droids and robots. You know? Would you prefer the R two D two bot making the fries uh, eject the fries one by one from a uh, cylindrical shaped uh, output device, or would you rather just like dump them? Like, ten at a time. Actually, the air pump machine we have works perfectly fine. Um, the air and pump machine? And I think R2, I, R2 is an important enough droid. He has other duties he's got to attend to. He's got to help the New Republic. Okay? He's, he's up there with Luke Skywalker. They're trying to re- rebuild the Republic. And then... Uh, the, there's still remnants of the Empire led by Grand Admiral Thrawn. And do you so, have to, uh, yeah, do you have to R2, peel? R2, R2 doesn't have time to waste cutting fries. Do you peel I'll the potatoes? I'll do that for or you, is, R2. Do you fries? R2, or... I love you. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You can do, do you peel? Do you peel the potatoes? Or do you get the uh, the fries with the, the potato skins on them? Oh, actually, you should always leave your potato skins on. But of course... Wash them. I always wash my potatoes, by the way. How do you wash your potatoes? I give them a do, you night soap? Bath. do you soap? Oh, I, 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 I basically fill up the middle sink of our uh, triple sink. Yeah. And and then um, I fill Long it up soap. with water. And then um, I'll roll up my sleeves. Or yeah. if I got a T-shirt on, I don't got to do that, but whatever. And then I'll dunk my hands in there, and then I'll rub them around. And then I'll turn the water faucet on, pull out the plug, and I'll keep stirring them around while it washes all the dirt away. It, it works great, and it's wildly efficient. Color Spirit, do you want to know a little Halloween trick? <sighs> Does it involve dog duty in a no, 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 bag? No, no, it, no, This is actually oh, okay. a, a, a spell you could cast. It's very powerful. You take that water that's the uh, mm-hmm. that you had the potatoes in that you were rubbing, you have to mm-hmm. rub at least ten potatoes in a gallon of water, and then you take that water. No, and you it's put it nine into, potatoes. It's nine. 
Okay, so it's okay. yeah, it's nine potatoes. Yeah, you put those, the same you ones. Them please continue. And that, that water? Yep. You put it into a, a mm-hmm. uh, like a little spritz bottle. Mm-hmm. And you you spray it you spray it on your your mortal your mortal enemies. Yeah, and actually, you can downsize the power of that spell to three potatoes, and then it, it just it, you can use that spray same spray bottle as a just mild deterrent for from away from like annoying things, you know. And then and it's a subtle enough thing that it works too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard about that one too. Oh it's a good man, spell. It's a good you spell must have found that same weird, yeah, that same weird book that uh, I found at the Jabberwock in Augustana College. Do you know how you uh, increase the potency of that spell? You you let a potato uh, sit oh, out yeah, yeah, for yeah, like five things, months yeah. and yeah. let it like just well, leak okay. leak potato uh, jizz. You ever see like when a potato sits out for too long, it just like le- leaks black liquid? Yeah, that's the starch, dude. That's it's Liquid. the starch getting oxidized. Are you a scientist? Yeah, I, okay. No, I I work with food, and I I have to know just barely enough of the science to understand how it affects food. So you take that and black so when you, that when, black stuff that comes out of the potato, and you mm-hmm. mix it with some uh, yeah, rubbing yeah, alcohol, one hundred percent alcohol, and then you spray it, it on somebody. Out, it gets oxidized, and then that's what turns it black. And um, if you cut a potato and just leave it out, you'll see it's sort of turned gray because it's doing the same thing. But instead of being a little tiny thing being bombarded by air, it's like a larger surface by uh, exposed to air. So it doesn't do it as fast or something like that. I don't know. Uh, that uh, there was a butcher uh, near the restaurant that like explained the whole process to me once, and I only kind of remember it. So I might be wrong on some of it, but I think I'm, I might be essentially accurate. Was that butcher's name Jack the Ripper? No, no, his name was Bob. That's not scary enough. This is a Halloween show, caller. You have to keep it scary. Spirits, if you're not going to be spooky, scary um, spirits, then then I don't know. I just don't know. Hold on, I got to do some math here. Uh, one, two, three, four. Uh, we'll be right back with more Nick the Rat. I hope you stick around, but uh, we got we got some uh, some advertisements we have to play and and stuff. Where's the the Diane? Why are you purple, Diane? Oh, we'll be right. We'll be right back. Oh, come on. no, it's no, no. Hold on.
city of the dead. The living dead. A cursed city. Where the gates of hell have been opened. You've got to. You must reclose those gates. We interrupt this program to bring you a special broadcast. Now which police authorities have declared a state of emergency. Effective immediately within Dunwich County. All citizens are requested to return to their homes as quickly as possible. In case of necessity, contact this station. see, when you were in this trance, did you see anything besides that tombstone? Oh, yes. I saw a priest who, by hanging himself, opened the gates of hell. what? It's All Saints Day. A demanding, implacable enemy whose search for blood is never satiated. fully in anybody else's BS. I don't care if it's Rajanish, the Pope, L. Ron Hubbard, Al Gore, George Bush, or I don't care who it is. Don't, don't, don't swallow all their belief system totally. Don't, don't accept all of their bullshit, They're all their BS. The second rule is like unto the first. Don't believe totally in your own BS. Which means that, as Bucky Fuller said, the universe consists of non-simultaneously apprehended events. Non-simultaneously. The universe consists of non-simultaneously apprehended events, which means any belief system or reality tunnel you've got right now is going to have to be revised and updated as you continue to apprehend new events later in time, not simultaneously. This is the natural functioning of the human brain. It's the way children's brains perform before they're wrecked by the school system. It's the way the minds of all great scientists and artists work. 
But once you have a belief system, everything that comes in either gets ignored if it doesn't fit the belief system, or it gets distorted enough so that it can fit into the belief system. You got to be continually revising your map of the world. They will say that I have shed innocent blood. What's blood for, if not for shedding? Nihilism is not, is hell. It's not a purgatory where once you get in, you can't come out. All that nihilism is saying is that there is no intrinsic meaning to life, except the meaning you give it. You can take that one of two ways. You can take it negatively, you can take it positively. All nihilism does is it forces you to stop and to, and to uh, be silent. It silences your mind and it, it blots out the noisy world and it gives the stage it sets the stage for your soul to speak. Now, some people will take it negative and they'll fall into that state of depression and they'll have to battle out of that. Some people will take it positively and they'll go on to make the necessary changes into their lives. But nihilism in itself is only a pause. It is a stopping point, it is a pit stop. Nihilism is just where, you know, you're just, you're silent and you know, you're really looking back on, you're reflecting, you know, you're introspecting. You're looking at your choices, you're looking at how you got here. You're looking at why you got here. And you're really thinking for the first time in your life. Your thoughts are your own. You're thinking about where you want to go and where you want to be. And you've, you discover that your life up to this point has not been reflecting where you wanted to go. It has not been conducive to your goals. It has always been conducive to the goals of others. You've always been beholden to others. Nihilism is where you look inside of yourself and you have to choose between reclaiming your sovereignty, reclaiming control of your life, or falling by the wayside into nothingness and experiencing a slow death. Nihilism is that point where it is a psychological life and death battle. Some people are stronger than others, right? And some people need to experience more pain than others. It is simply a moment of silence where you sit and you look inside of yourself and you listen to what your soul is telling you. Because your soul is the thing that knows the truth. Your soul is the thing that knows what you want. Your soul, you know, your soul knows. And listen to that little voice inside of your head and then follow that voice. I, I just can't take no pleasure in killing. Just some things you gotta do. Don't mean you have to like it. There's nothing to worry about. You're gonna be just fine. I'm your number one fan. How arrogant of us, creatures of the moment, whose very species is but an experiment in Deus Nature, to arrogate to ourselves an immortal future and considerable status. How do we know that that form of atomic and molecular motion called life is the highest of all forms? Perhaps the dominant creature, the most rational and godlike of all beings, is an invisible gas. Personally, I should not care for immortality in the least. There is nothing better than oblivion, since in oblivion there is no wish unfulfilled. We had it before we were born, yet did not complain. Shall we then whine because we know it will return? The mammals of which man is part, are simply a psychochemical phenomenon, a component of carbon animated by a form of electric energy. 
This energy disappears and the body disintegrates. Everything is finished. sometimes we all go a little mad sometimes I like to dissect girls did you know I'm utterly insane see your work in light of the humanist tradition maybe in the context started by my youthful experience but the great news when I was young was this great wave of French thought uh, 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 Lacan, Althusser, anti-humanism and so on and so on so I think that, and I connect this with the legacy of German idealism, where also, you know what is so interesting? Till German idealism, the metaphor for human spirit was light. We live in a universe where all around there are threats, but we are the light of reason. And even if we are threatened from within, from within us, it's the dark side of us, and so on, all those misleading me Freudian metaphors, you know, that our ego is like a tip of the iceberg and all the unconscious beneath water. I think that uh, I follow here uh, the line from medieval mystics to German idealism and so on, where, on the contrary, the metaphor for the pure subject is the mystical word is, you must know the term, night of the world, mm -hmm. or as Hegel would have put it, this, it's the night, it's the radical darkness of self-destructive negativity. Mm -hmm. And this, I think, cannot be captured with the term humanism. Humanism is, that's to go to a more general dimension and going back to sexuality. You know, uh, we, of course, codify sexuality through all uh, forms and uh, manners, rules, but what this codification, cultivation, tries to control is not nature. It's already some unnatural break from disruption of nature. Even in literature, we find this as, for example, think about uh, myth of Tristan and Isolde. It's this deadly, absolute passion. And Freudian name for this is death drive, which is very paradoxical. Again, Freud himself was confused here. Freudian death drive is not, oh, I want to die, I want to disappear. I claim that it can be shown in a precise way that Freud's death drive is paradoxically his name of, for immortality. What Freud means by death drive is basically the experience of being living, a living death. Something that persists beyond life and death. Something that is neither death than alive. And I think subjectivity, modern Cartesian subjectivity, at its most basic is this. It's, we live, insofar as we are human subject, in the days of the living death, not and so on. So in this, uh, that's all I can do now, but it was a very precise question. Thank you. These Thank are you. just some of the reasons why I don't inscribe myself into the humanist tradition. You want to know what happens to an eyeball when it gets punctured? 
You got any idea how much blood jets out of a guy's neck when his throat's been slit? Do you know what the most frightening thing in the world is? It's fear. Old woman, all skin and bone. There was an old woman, all skin and bone, who lived near the graveyard all alone. Ooh, ooh, she thought she'd go to church one day to hear the parson preach and pray. Ooh, and when she came to the church house stile, she thought she'd stop and rest a while. Ooh, when she came up, to the door, she thought she'd stop and rest some more. Ooh. But when she turned and looked around, she saw a corpse upon the ground. Ooh. From its nose down to its chin, the worms crawled out and the worms crawled in. The woman to the preacher said, Shall I look like that when I am dead? The preacher to the woman said, You'll look like that when you are dead. You check the children. 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 We all just we all show up on this planet in the same state of confusion and terror. It's like if we all left this building right now just disappeared and reappeared on another alien planet no memory of ever being here or being a thing just all of a sudden you exist what the fuck and you get a couple of basic instincts i'm hungry throw food down this hole and i'm cold so wrap me up in something but other than that what what the fuck is going on anyone and there's other people who showed up just as fucked up and confused as you are, but they've been there longer. So they could give you a few hot tips. Like, uh, yeah, if it stinks, don't step in it. And someone said, eat kale, and that's good for you. And don't get a LinkedIn profile, because the spam is endless and you'll never use it. But other than that, I don't really have any answers for you. And then some of you sadists take this to the next level where you say, let's pull that same practical joke on somebody else who doesn't exist. <laughs> Fuck me in the front potato, we'll watch it fall out all terrified and confused, and we'll laugh at it for as long as that joke stays fresh, and then we'll wait till his knees are strong enough to hold up his upper body weight, and we'll make him work around the house forever for nothing. <laughs> Sorry, black people, you do not corner that market on slavery. Every single one of us was born into indentured servitude. 
18 years a slave. Make that Oscar-winning motion picture. 18 years a slave. You had me. I used to be nothing. I didn't exist, and I never had a bad day. Then you create me. I come into this world, and next thing I know, I'm doing yard work and dishes. I got chores, and then do your homework. And when your homework's done, then you're grounded. Fuck you, cunt that had me without my consent. I'm grounded. I'm 13 years old. You know what I could do? I could make a dude, too. I know your law says 18, but nature said 13. I could crank out a dude just like you did that didn't exist. Put him on your dime and he's gonna half my workload. Subcontract that piece of shit out to rake leaves. But I didn't do that because I'm not a dick. But if my parents were alive today, I would sue them into poverty just for having me against my will. Set legal precedent. They weren't bad people, but you made me out of nothing. Then you kicked me out when I was 18. Now I'm 48. I'm ugly, I'm drunk, I don't have a strong closer for this special. And you're conveniently dead before I can sue you. It's wrong. How do you know my name? I didn't tell you my name. Hang up. I didn't tell him my name. They're all a part of it. They're all parts, all of them. Whatever you do. Hit it! I wouldn't change places with anyone tonight. We'll carve pumpkin faces and watch the witches flight Every human heart will shudder Every soul will shake with fear Tonight The creepiest Tonight The scariest Tonight the most wonderful
Docile Doberman with Poe Dream. Take this kiss upon the brow. And imparting from you now, this much let me avow. Dim lights. You are not wrong who deem that my days have been a dream. Dim Yet if hope has flown away, in a night or in a day, in a vision or in none, is it therefore the less gone? All that we see or seem is but a dream within a dream.
There were some uh, foreign listeners in the chat room, in the troll room. They thought we were not saying ratchet, but rat shit. Sun comes up. I'll send the ladies home. 
I'll hop in my uh, Uber, and I'll I'll see you soon. Okay? Don't worry. No problem. There was a problem. Now I hate to admit this part because uh, one of the scariest things in the world is knowing you're a bad friend. And let me tell you, Ross, he's a fucking horrible friend. After this experience, I don't think I'll ever be able to talk to him again. This is why I claim not to know where he is. I don't want anything to do with Ross ever again. Alright? Sun comes up. I have no idea. Because one of these ladies fell asleep, spread eagle on my on my face. So I, I didn't know if the sun was up or down. I didn't know what was going on. It was, uh... It was, it was a fun evening. Though. It was really fun. We had a lot of fun. But I, I, I got up at like fucking 5 p.m. the next day. I'm like, ah, you know, I, I got to go get Ross. He's probably a little bit cold, maybe a little bit hungry. I'm a good friend, right? So I hop into the Uber. I go down to the graveyard. This motherfucker, he's not there. Gone. Totally gone. His pants... Not only that, his, I know he left and I, he was okay because his pants were still in the ground. Like, it, it looked like he kind of shimmied out of his pants, left his pants there, left. I was like, what the fuck is this? No respect for a friendship. No respect for a friendship. You don't just, you don't set a plan with somebody and then leave before they get there. You know what I'm trying to say? Fucking piece of shit. Now, that, if that's not just a Halloween scary store, story for, for itself... Let me tell you about this. Oh, jeez. A few days later, who comes up to my door? My new worst friend, Ross. On his legs, dancing around. He says he feels great. He's like, I'm... I'm feeling great, Zindu. And then he, he, he pointed his fingers and accused me of a whole bunch of stuff. I was like, Russ, get the fuck out of here. I don't want to see you. Now, uh, I don't know, I don't know what, I don't really know what happened to him. But, uh, this is what I, I, that's the last time I saw him. I told him to fuck off. I was like, dude, get the fuck off my property. You don't, you don't do that to somebody. All right. You don't fucking, you don't tell somebody this and then you do that you don't you don't i i fucking got a point got a point there at his face and then i but, farted oh, in how his, we... his general direction i Whatever. told him to shove off all right but this is what happened with ross apparently actually his leg while it was in the dirt Got a some sort of parasitic infection. This is what the scientist on the news told me. I don't know what the dark sewer scientist didn't have any. Um, they didn't know what happened until later, and what they told me was a little bit different. But this is what I heard from the the news story. the The leg had parasitic worms in it. Now, right? Are you talking about the lawyers? Zindu? And that set off endorphins. Damn, call he was living high. He was high as fuck because it was like basically uh, keeping your arm over a, an open flame. 
like you're burning your arm off. It's on fire, but you can't pull away because there's so much stimulation going on. It's like it's, it's like being electrocuted. When you stick your dick into an electrical socket and you can't get out of it, it's it's too much. You know, you can't just fucking you can't just pull out. You can't pull out. He was going nuts. Five days after I saw him, these worms apparently went through his system. And they uh, pretty much ate all of his insides. Nothing left of the guy. He was a hollow shell of a, of a human, which already are hollow shells. Uh, yeah, we use a hollow shell. Walking around, uh, no insides, filled with worms to the brim. It was basically, you, know, you ever hear that joke about five midgets in a coat going into that porno theater, and then they bump into Pee Wee Herman jerking off? Very similar, very similar. But imagine if those midgets were worms. And then imagine if those worms were controlling a body and then going around and eating other people. Uh, yeah, he... Ross became a cannibal. He became a cannibal. The worms within him became unsatiable. Unsatiable? Basically, it was like they were like on edge the entire time. They couldn't come. They had massive blue balls. They had giant wormy blue testicles. And they, all they wanted to do was just eat people, all right? So Ross, he had these worms in his brain. These are also like microscopic worms. They, they really didn't need to eat a whole person. They just needed like maybe a couple drops of flesh and they'd be fine. But they wanted to, they were sending the signals to his brain and he couldn't stop himself. Also, these worms were in his brain. His, basically, his, his blood almost just became worms. His heart was pumping worms through his veins, and the veins went into his brains, and he had worms in the synapses of his brain, just crawling around in there. Fuck it, it was... This story makes me want to puke. Hold on one second. And these brains, they, cl they craved flesh. Now, even though they were crawling around in some dude, they wanted him to ingest the flesh. Then the enzymes would go into the blood, and they would... That's what they they fed on fucking second-hand people. I don't fucking... It was a fucking nightmare. It was a fucking nightmare. Uh, yeah, he ate about, he ate about uh, four people. At least that's what I told the news. The, the ladies that came to my... Uh, uh, a dope, uh, you know, the four ladies that I was introducing him into, apparently, apparently he, somehow, he went that night when they were like, they're gonna, you know, he, he bet them, and he got their number, and they disappeared, so, I'm mostly sure that he ate them. I, I told the cops, I was like, I don't know, I, I did, I did meet these lovely young ladies, they're gone. Also, if you ever meet two other ladies that are missing, uh, they're gone too. He probably Ross probably got to them. Ross probably uh, devoured their face. He probably just started like on their nose. He probably like bit their nose, ripped that off, and swallowed that, and then played in their blood as it squirted out of their face like a little fucking garden garden hose thing, squirting blood all over. He probably played in that blood for a little bit until the. You know, it can't squirt forever. No girl can. No girl can squirt forever. So, 
blood goes down, he's probably playing in that. He's probably sticking fingers or other appendages within there. Uh, you know, Ross probably, he was a freak. He was probably, you know, having sex with the nose cavity on the, on the body that was dying very slowly because there wasn't too much blood squirting out dripping down their face after their nose were uh, ripped off. But, you know, it, it was, uh, it's just, it was, it was, it's good to do, you know, it's, it's fun. I understood that part. The only part I didn't understand was how, uh, what the fuck did I just walk in on? What worms the... and would all, uh, leave his body Brian, to devour the, 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 the girl without having a nose. They'd somehow latch in there and they'd eat him. And then they'd, they'd crawl back into his mouth with the, the dead girl's bodies in there. And basically he ate, he ate, he ate about six. All right. Uh, you know, let's change that number to about 12. He probably ate about 12. If the cops ever come back, I'm going to tell them 12 because, uh, I remember a couple more girls that I think I introduced him to through, uh, a mutual friend, a mutual friend, a mutual friend. Uh, uh, yeah. So I don't know where Ross is. Uh, I, it's a horrible story, and all I can say is, uh, Ross, you're a piece of shit for not showing up that night. I can't believe you left early, you fucking asshole. But happy Halloween, everybody. Let's let's listen to Shadow Vibe with Hidden Planes. Jesus Christ, where's the lawyers? Somebody call the lawyers. Call, call the lawyers right now. This is... Thank you, Servo. Thank you, Sewer Chatter. You guys are late night warriors, let me tell you. If I if I was doing this podcast right now, I'd be I'd be in a pumpkin patch trying to raise the dead. Not with a Ouija board though. Never fucking touch no, don't Sue Milton Bradley. If you ever see That's why Toys R Us doesn't exist anymore. Stop the spread.
Uh, well, welcome back to Nick the Rat Radio, everybody. It's, uh, I'm feeling a little scared. <laughs> when the when reality starts falling apart, and there's like serious stuff that could happen. There, there's people that might come looking for you. When somebody's looking for you, especially, hold on. When you know they're looking for you, that's the best time when you should uh, put them right to voicemail. Let's see. Uh, does anybody leave a voicemail? 917-719-5923. Diane, are there any spirits that called in recently? Any any of them? Diane? Why are you on the ceiling, Diane? Come down from there. That's that's silly. You're, if Newton saw you right now, he'd be... he'd. He'd be wagging his finger at you. Luke? Luke? The voice came softly but instantly, bothering amid us the familiar landscape of Tatooine. Familiar, yet oddly distorted, Luke Skywalker turned to look. An equally familiar figure stood there, watching him. Hello, Ben, Luke said. Been a long time. It deemed it has. Obi-Wan Kenobi said bravely. And I'm afraid that it will be longer still until the next time. I've come to say goodbye, Luke. The landscape seemed to tremble. And abruptly, a small part of Luke's mind remembered that he was asleep. Asleep in his suite in the Imperial Palace. And dreaming of Ben Kenobi. No, I'm not a dream. Ben assured him. But the distances separating us have become too great for me to appear to you in any other way. Now even, this last path is being closed to me. No, Luke heard himself say. You can't leave us. We need you. Ben's eyebrows lifted slightly, and a hint of his old smile touched his lips. You don't need me. You are a Jedi, strong in the Force. <laughs> At any rate, Obi Wan said. The decision is not mine to make. I've lingered too long already and can no longer postpone my journey from this life to what lies beyond. The memory stirred Yoda on his deathbed and Luke pleading with him not to die. Strong am I in the Force, the Jedi Master had told him softly, but not that strong. It is the pattern of all life to move on, Ben reminded him. You too will face the same journey one day. Again, as attention drifted away, then returned. You are strong in the force, Luke. And with perseverance and discipline, you will grow stronger still. His gaze hardened. But you must never relax your guard. 
The emperor is gone, but the dark side is still powerful. Never forget that. I won't, Luke promised. Ben's face softened, and again he smiled. You will yet face great dangers, Luke, he said. But you will also find new allies at times and places where you expect them least. New allies? Luke echoed. Who are they? The vision seemed to waver and become fainter. And now, farewell, Ben said, as if he hadn't heard the question. I loved you as a son, and as a student, and as a friend. Until we meet again, may the Force be with you. Ben! Luke knew he was gone. Then I am alone, he told himself. I'm the last of the Jedi. He seemed to hear Ben's voice faint and indistinct as if a great distance. Not the last of the old Jedi, Luke. The first of the new. not able to reflect Mercury Retrograde's power and use it for good? Do you sit at home waiting for it to pass? We in the Dark Sewer Network understand your problems, and we've had our scientists working 24-7 figuring out how to protect you from Mercury Retrograde. You've seen those Mylar, tinfoil-looking piece-of-shit space blankets they've sold you earlier. But these are pink. Our dark sewer scientists rub pink sea salt crystals all over this tinfoil in, in assurance that you, yes you, will be protected from all the powers that comes from Mercury during this troubled, sensitive time. If you or a loved one suffers from Mercury retrograde, call us now at 917-719-5923 and let us help you during your troubled times. Call now. Only $69.99 a blanket. Nightmare explodes on the screen. Nineteen forty-five. Somewhere inside Nazi Germany. This is medical camp nine. For these women, there is no hope, no escape. For them, there is only pain. And Ilsa. She-Wolf of the SS. Call yourselves men? 
I see no manhood between your legs. For some, there was death. Slow. Brutal. For others, the chosen few. There was only Elsa, she-wolf of the SS. in the Third Reich. None was as ruthless as Ilsa, she-wolf of the SS. It's 50 minutes now, Mein Commandant. Together with her black widows, she committed crimes so terrible even the SS feared her. There's but one way. the shocking nature of many scenes in this film, it is definitely not recommended for the squeamish or easily offended. with werewolf
Zindu? What is this? My name is Mystery Man. Well, thank God. And for you this Halloween, I bring to you a horrifying tale about a man put into a situation at the kindness of his own heart that led down a path of dread destruction the horrifying end this man's name was Ross Ross was visiting New York City from Ohio he was there for a job interview with a news company a major news company he was going to be uh how do you call it, a reporter for them. He had to go down and meet the president of the news company. I won't name names, but this all happened recently in the past couple of weeks. Now, Ross was a very, very nice person, good-hearted, a gentleman, a very nice person. Ross did have a, a 
TikTok account where he danced, but that did not define who he was. He actually was a very good engineer, a writer, a brain, a thought process that far exceeded much of what we see in humanity these these days. Ross was a, uh, a shining star example of a very respectful young man in today's day and age. I've heard so many good stories about Ross, but bad things happen to good people. After Ross's interview, it was a Friday night, and around 7 o'clock he was coming home from the city. He was walking the dark, steamy, smoky streets of Manhattan, and piss fumes and gutter steam and rodents scurrying around homeless people begging you for money stalking you trying to rob you of whatever you might drop or leave on the floor on Ross's way home he saw these four school girls these four young school girls that were probably leaving their Catholic high school. They were wearing plaid dresses. They were no younger than 18 years old. No older than maybe 19. He saw a monster. A monster with dreadfully green skin scales. It looked like a lizard, but it also had these antenna like an insectoid. It had so many arms and, and eyes and its hideous face and it had these giant penises, like so many of them. It was like 40 tiny micro dicks flapping around, uncovered, uncensored in the air. He came out of a sewer grate, at least five arms, little spindly, thin, weak arms came reaching out of the sewer and grabbed each of these girls and started to drag them down below into the muck and the mile and the smoke and the, the piss stench. The disgustingness that is within the heart of New York City. It was disgusting, and Ross was witnessing this and couldn't be a, a standby. He, he knew what he had to do. Bystander? He had to get down on his knees and crawl into the sewer and rescue these ladies from the monster within. Ross was... very unfortunate that evening for that was the last time any living person has seen him but I have the inside scoop I've actually found Ross's body and I've went through his pants pocket and <laughs> found a phone memoir. He was keeping notes of the entire event. There was video. 
There was audio. Wait, wait really? Oh my god, it was horrific. I can't even tell you why I'm telling you this story now. It should be all buried with his body. Diane, call the lawyer. I only find Please, it. I have to. Oh, fuck, she's so dead. I had it for a while. But it was taken away by godlike light from the sky. It was disturbing. Ross's notes on his phone that he documented while he traveled into the sewer and followed this horrific monster carrying these screaming women, these young ladies deep into the bowels of the city. He was talking about how there was mayonnaise and blood splattered over all the walls of the sewer system that he crawled into. It looked like there was booby traps for rats everywhere. Tons of rat traps. Rat traps of all shapes and sizes. Really caused no threat to Ross, because Ross was a full-sized human. He wasn't some tiny, itty-bitty, little rodent vermin infesting the bowels of New York's uh, Manhattan's anus foul stenchy anus but he continued on he went past all these traps until his foot snagged on a giant needle and he passed out he woke up in a small, dingy, disgusting room with a little cardboard box that had ice in it, some newspaper with shit and piss in it, it looked like rat feces. Disgusting. It was strange, though. He heard the murmurs of what sounded like doctors and scientists or some sort of intelligentsia just outside of the sewer, right through the wall. He felt the eyes of what felt a beat. It felt like there was at least a hundred people watching him through the walls. Then the alien creature came sneaking up behind him. Sucking on his toes, telling him, ooh, he did not know what to do with little Ross. He did not know what to do with Ross. If he's mentioned, he wrote in the recording that the alien kept mentioning that the higher-ups would be very upset. They found out about any of this. Yes, the higher-ups, they must be the ones watching through the walls. That's when the weird stuff started to happen. The alien creature wrapped his face with some sheets so he couldn't see what was going on. But he felt it. He felt himself being dragged through the sewers back up to the topside. And he was thrown 
He was thrown into an an automobile. Must have been a hearse or something. It smelled like Cheetos, vomit, piss and cum. Disgusting and vile. Then the car stopped and he was dragged out and went over a couple of bumps. Bump. 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 He was inside of a new place. Where was he now? He didn't know. The alien creature ripped the head coverings off of him and he opened his eyes and he looked around and he smelt patchouli. He was in some hippie's house. A filthy, disgusting house. And there, the monster spoke to this lifeless, dead corpse of a body sitting in a beanbag. It wasn't moving. It was just drooling and muttering incomprehensible didn't wasn't couldn't understand a single word the creature was muttering from its open disgusting maw Ross noticed this in Addicts of certain drugs as heroin or bath salts. Even those that imbibed canine dust would turn to such a s- s- smithering, squithering, squishy, squishy, squishy-brained creature. The monster with the tiny micro-dicks, then wrapped the cloth around his head again and dragged him back outside. Bump! 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 And they were on the move again. He threw Ross out of the car into a place that sounded eerily like a cemetery. Ross was... Literally shitting himself. Feces rolled down his butt cheeks into his pants, and down his thighs into the backs of his knees. He could feel the shit hitting his calves and then his ankles and going into his shoes, onto his heels, and into his toes. away. But the monster was too strong. He didn't know what was happening with him. He heard the monster digging a hole, and then he heard him complaining about being a tiny, tiny bitch, but he didn't know if he was talking to Ross or to himself. Then... Ross felt the dirt hitting him. He was dragged over to wherever the hole was being buried, and the hole was very shallow. It felt maybe about as deep as the wound on his foot. It barely covered his ankles. 
And then the dirt hit his feet and covered him up. And then there was pitter-patters of an alien monster creature bitch type of horrible specter and entity that was just up to no good that evening. He hoped those young women got away, but he had no idea. He lay dead. He pretended to be dead. He pretended not to breathe. He pretended his heart didn't work. He he just wanted this all to end. He didn't know what was going on. Why was he in a cemetery, buried with his feet up to his ankles? Why was this alien doing this to him? What was the meaning of this? He would read the Inquirer the next day if he could. Uh, he waited about 30 minutes. He took the bag off of his head. It was an Aldi's bag. A decent place. I think they are related to Trader Joe's. He took it off of his head and looked around. He was in a cemetery, but the coast was clear. His foot was buried, but he spent about three, four seconds just dusting the dirt off his foot. He got up and he looked around. He was recording all this on his phone as well. And, and then and then he saw over a hill near the moonlight. Was that the alien monster? This one this one didn't look like it had micro penises though. It was a giant, hairy man howling at the moon. And then it looked down at him with red, glowing eyes. And that's when he knew that this was definitely Bigfoot Country! the whole time just in spirit form I don't exist I'm in your head the veil has spread
stay spooky. Yeah. Keep it unreal, dude. I'll see you again next week. Good night, sewer chatters. <sighs> Diane? Please wake up. <laughs> it's so sad. I didn't think I put the tape around your neck that tight. <laughs> Zindu? You know I had to shoot him. Wait, are we still in the air? Uh, I'll, uh... That's just a Halloween prank, everybody. We're all okay, right? Hey, guys. Will you speak to John? Will you tell us why you are not at rest? to John. John is with us. What do you want of John? Why do you feel no peace? Why do you remain in this house, Joseph? What is in this house? Speak to John. John is with us. How did you die? Did you die in this house? Why do you remain in this house? Joseph, did you die in this house? 